Hello, good evening, and welcome to uh, a special uh, World Cup Taco Tuesday edition of the Cantina MX podcast. It has been bananas over the past 10, 15 minutes with, uh, with goals all over the world. Um, just to uh, get you guys up to date with what's going on, uh, right now, uh, U.S. is losing the Trinidad and Tobago 2-1. But even despite the losing, they are at this point still qualified for the World Cup. But in the other CONCACAF games, Honduras is up. I'm sorry, they're tied 2-2 with Mexico, and Panama had just tied, equalized against uh, Costa Rica. So they are up. Uh, it is 1-1 there. And then in, in Conmebol, it looks like Argentina and Uruguay are going to qualify directly. And at, at this point, I'm shy. I don't think I can uh, say that much more about what's going on in, that ga- in, in the other games. I think as it stands right now, if I'm not mistaken, I think that uh, that uh, Colombia and Chile are still in. For now, if it, uh, no, Chile is out. Chile is out. Chile is out. Peru is in. Peru is in the repechaje. Chile is out. Yeah, Chile is out. Well, that that goal by Peru was massive. Then was absolutely huge for them. So okay, so 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 thank you. That's uh, that's uh, Rigoberto Raton Ayala giving us the uh, the up to the minute uh, Conmebol standings. Are you are you watching the Conmebol right now? Yeah, I'm watching Conmebol. I'm watching Argentina, Ecuador, but they got. Uh... They'll go into all five games at once right, every once right. in a while. And uh, Argentina's strategy of, of, of giving the ball to Messi finally paid off. He scored a hat trick for Argentina tonight after going down 1-0. Uh, oh, here comes Honduras. Here comes Honduras. Let's see if they uh, can get the winner. And they scored. Honduras has scored. Honduras. There it is. Honduras. Yeah. 3-2. Honduras has scored, and that sends the U.S. to the repechaje. For now, no. It sent USA USA out. No, it does not because uh, oh, Panama isn't, isn't isn't Panama tied. Both Panama's tied, but Panama only had ten points. The US has twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, okay. So yeah. Panama has to win. The Panama has to win. How can you leave a guy that open? What? what both goals have been wide open. No, at least that doesn't interest. So, uh, these alternative tactics might pay off. Do do you guys think these alternative tactics, nine cambios, might pay off for the World Cup? No, absolutely not. So, there there you have it. Uh, Honduras is uh, at least in zona repechaje for now. If the results hold, and whatever happens with the U.S. game, Panama right now, as a result, if the results hold, or at least for the very least, are in zona repechaje, if Panama gets another goal, then that puts them into third place. Honduras goes to repechaje, and the U.S. gets knocked out. So if Panama scores another goal, then uh, then there are probably as it stands right now. Panama, uh, I'm sorry, Honduras has qualified. There are direct qualification, and the U.S. right now is sitting in the playoff spot, and they will play Australia, who came within a whisper of being knocked out by Syria. I don't know if anybody got to watch that game early, early this morning. I tuned in just in time to see Syria uh, score on, on a free kick off the post in, in like the a 121st minute, which would have put them into the playoff against Konkakaf. Anyway, let's introduce our panel because we have a bunch of guys on. We have, uh, you already have heard uh, from uh, Rigoberto Raton Ayala. Good to have you with us. Nice to be, nice to be back, guys. 
And uh, we also have with us uh, in California, we have Joel Aceves. Joel, how are you? Good morning, John. Enjoying this madness? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? This is... Uh... <clears throat> it's it's the, the most fun I've had watching uh, soccer in a long time. Yeah, and CONCACAF soccer to boot. It uh, usually doesn't get this hectic for CONCACAF, but it is. it has uh, certainly been crazy. Uh, over in uh, in Kyle, Texas, uh, we have uh, Albert uh, Beto Chiquiscampa. How are you, sir? Hey, what's up? I'm uh, I'm streaming this to Facebook Live also. Yeah, on Facebook Live? Yeah, just the audio. I, I can put some pictures and stuff as time goes on, or as I think of something. But all right. Okay. Well, and then uh, over in uh, California, just joining us is Daniel Preciado in Escondido, California. Daniel, how are you? Pretty good, John. Uh, evening, guys. And Brazil has Crazy gone up. We're watching. Yeah, Brazil has gone up three zero over Chile. So I think that that would that eliminate Chile completely. So that eliminates Brazil completely. Or I'm not Brazil. Uh, Chile completely Chile. from the World Cup. So they're they're done. They're does, it, does it really? They, they, they need they, they need Colombia to win for them to be in. So if Colombia wins the game, which they need to score three goals, then they would be in. That's Chile would be in. So as right. it stands right now, uh, who's 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 getting eliminated? Chile, Chile, Paraguay are, are eliminated right now. From and right now in Concacaf, Panama is being eliminated, uh, provided they don't score. So there, they have twenty-seven minutes, twenty-five minutes or so, to uh, for Panama to win, for the U.S. to get an equalizer, and for Honduras to hang on against Mexico. So it yeah, is U.S. Um, U.S. is two-one right now. Yes, they're losing two to one. And Argentina, oh, I thought they were just going to score again, but they did not. But it looks like Argentina are through and Uruguay are through. And then Colombia is through. And and then Peru goes to repechaje, is that correct? Crazy. Uh, yeah, Peru, Peru, Peru goes to repechaje and, and Colombia is in. No, 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 I'm sorry, Colombia goes to repechaje. Col- Colombia goes, so, so Peru goes direct. Peru goes direct with the victory, yeah, yeah. Oh, with the victory, but they're just tied right now. No, they're winning. Peru's winning? It's 2-1. When did Peru start winning? Uh, while we were starting up. Holy smokes. Oh, smack. That's, that's oh, I'm sorry. For... I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. It's oh, man. I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I almost yeah, hit all three on my results. Correction and retraction. <laughs> that's, uh, that's fake news. I apologize. <laughs> Alternative facts. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, a, a crazy, like I said, we started with the, with the so Australia's in the, in the playoff. They got things going early, and then there really wasn't that much drama in, in, in Europe today. Uh, there was no uh, major shakeups. I can't believe this, man. Argentina is celebrating like they won the World Cup out here. Hey, well, they almost missed it, so. Nah, that's lame. Well, see, now they have no pressure. See, that, 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 that's what folks, I mean, we talked about this when we had lunch a few years ago, Chiquis, when Mexico barely qualified for the World Cup. And now they have, they have no pressure now. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're in the tournament. That, that, that is. Yeah, but when, when Chicharito, uh, when. Or the U.S. scored that goal, and Chicharito heard about it, or whatever. He was celebrating on the bench for barely qualifying for the World Cup, and that's the same thing as. And I, yeah, I was but, but, then. But, but, in all fairness, but, in all fairness, the South American, the South American World Cup qualifying is way more difficult than. But it's yeah, such a big deal for them. It, it's a really big deal for them. So even just qualifying, I mean, even, even though it's Argentina and their World Cup champions, it's still a big deal for them to go. I mean, as as you want him to not celebrate, you know. I think even if they were to have qualified two match days or three in advance, they would they would still celebrate. I ain't with that, man. 
It should be Argentina and Brazil. Talk to you. Yeah, so, uh, and indeed, and uh, so, so nothing major. And the only, I guess, the big news that happened in Europe is that, uh, is that France looks like uh, they're going to jump uh, Spain to, to, to go into, into pot one. Peru's going crazy now. Game just ended, John. Peru's in. Peru's in. Colombia's in. Wow. Chile is out. So Chile, Chile two-time Copa champions. Uh, Semifinals in contact. So Holland is out and uh, Chile is out. Oh, everybody that's gave Mexico grief the last couple of years. <laughs> but I don't believe in karma, so... That just means that we're going to face the, the U.S. and lose again. That would be. I had that same thought, but I, I thought the opposite. I thought that finally Mexico would uh, eliminate the U.S. If the world is just, then that will, that, that's what it happened. But now, you know what? Like, if, so if, we do, if we meet again, I feel, even with Osorio, I feel we, we will have the, the advantage. So Peru, by virtue of a two-goal difference over Chile, because Chile got rocked by Brazil, had Chile just lost to Brazil 1-0, then it would be Chile that was in the Olympic track instead of Peru. Yeah, so that, Brazil, so Brazil won 3-0 over Chile, and, and, and that is the reason why Chile is not qualifying uh, for, for at least the Olympic track, so because Bra- they lost Bra- 3-0. Brazils are my favorites, John. Right as of now, going into the World Cup, they're my favorites to take. Brazil, Brazil, your favorites? Yes, sir. As of now, things could change. You know, you could have uh, internal stuff or lesiones. But if the World Cup were to start tomorrow, Brazil, oh, my, my money is on the... Really? On the more, more, more so than Germany, who, who, who yes. played 10 games and they're qualifying and won all 10? Their legs are going to yes. tremble. Their legs are going to tremble when they go against Germany, man. Mine is, mine is no, they're not, dude. <laughs> they're going to have... Flashbacks of uh, previous disaster. It's a whole different group, man. They got rid of the. They sent all those other dudes to China. They better hope. I think that's a pretty good prediction, Joel. I, I also think oh. Brazil yeah. is definitely. Yeah, you're really going out of the limb there, Joel, picking Brazil to win the World Cup. I mean. Hey, man. Well, no, so far, I mean, I've been pretty things... spot on in the majority of my predictions. I just say that it, it is pretty fair to say, though, that considering how well they've done in qualifying. I mean, that is, that's not an easy feat, what they did. And then yeah, I mean, what they did they today qualified. against Chile is just, that's like a, a statement game of saying, you know what, we didn't even have to do it. We didn't have to show up today. Yeah. And we still decided to put, your, put our, our foot on this guy's throats. They're like, we're not even playing in our final form. And they qualified back in June. I mean, it was, it's been a while since they've qualified. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the number of games they've, or they haven't lost, it's like at 30 or something, if I'm not mistaken. Per se, like since Tite took over, I think they haven't lost. They've done really well. They certainly have done extremely well, and they're doing it with. Uh, do you know uh, off the top of your head, Joel? Are they using the local guys, or are they doing their just nah, using like the best players available? I haven't been able to to see the games, you know. But I know this this new coach came in, and he. He shook things up and got rid of some of the dead weight. Got got him playing like Brazil again. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, they have Paulinho who was playing at uh, 
in China, and then Barcelona brought him back. And they have Neymar and uh, a couple others that were still there. Wow. And then uh, I guess the other were there any, any other big news that happened? I mean, Europe. Europe was kind of kind of a bore. I mean, no. I mean, oh, I guess Iceland. Iceland is is a good story. I mean, they Iceland uh, eliminated Wales. Well, yeah, Wales had picked. Had, couldn't have, had, couldn't have had the worst time for Gareth Bale to get hurt. Unfortunately for them, and uh, that was uh, the unfortunate thing for Wales is that they lost their best player when they absolutely had to have him. And I did get to watch a little of that of you know I don't know why, but I watched the Ireland Wales game, which was like watching a fourth division England game. I mean, it was it was bad. <laughs> it was it was puro pelotazo, just just not the most attractive. Uh, Soccer, to say the least, but uh, but Ireland are through. Northern Ireland are through uh, into into the uh, playoff, uh, as well as uh, as well as Croatia and Italy and uh, Switzerland by virtue of their loss uh, to uh, yeah Portugal oh, today. So I just want to add a bit more to Brazil. Yes, please. So so basically, since Tita took over, I think it's been all wins at, in World Cup qualifying, but they also won the Olympics. They did. It was the first time they had ever won the Olympics. It was the first time they had ever won the Olympics. Yeah. They'd been denied the gold medal. They'd lost the gold medal match like three or four times. So the, and that was in Brazil. So that was a very big deal for them to at least redeem themselves from their own uh, siete pepinos that they had to deal with uh, at the hands of the Germans. Seven, I'm, I'm gonna read some of, some of the results from since October, five zero over Bolivia. 2-0 over Venezuela away, 3-0 at home against Argentina, 2-0 away over Peru, and then they beat Colombia 1-0, they beat Uruguay in Montevideo 4-1, they beat Paraguay 3-0, oh, then they did lose to Argentina in June, so there's that one defeat uh, in, in June 9th, they lost 1-0. And Panama I just had a really good chance to score, and the goalie made a good save. But you know what? This was an amistoso in Melbourne, Australia. So I'm, I'm not going to count it, John. Uh, no lo vas a contar, Joel. No, because I'm, I'm just going with the, the official games. Uh, you know, qualifying. Well, I mean, they, they have, what, four, 41 points out of a possible 54. Yeah, so since Tita took over, they haven't lost in qualifying. You know, Barrero, and when, and when he much. took over, they were like in sixth or seventh place. I mean, they had a they had a rough start to qualifying. Yeah, if yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken. Just... They had a rough start to that. All right, so back to back to Europe because I know everyone really wants to know how what's going on over there in Europe. Let's see. So in in, in the, uh, I guess the ones that are going to have the. Uh, the home leg, uh, the second leg at home, it's going to be Italy, Switzerland, Croatia, Denmark. And then uh, the other teams are Ireland, Northern Ireland, Sweden, and Greece. So out of those eight teams, you, you probably expect Italy to qualify. I probably would expect Croatia to qualify. Uh, probably Denmark and or Switzerland and Sweden. I think everybody else is going to – I guess it depends on the matchup. But uh, it's it's definitely going to be – those are going to be the, the more interesting matches that we will have uh, in, in November. And Mexico will actually be in Europe in November. They'll be playing, uh, I believe, Belgium and Holland, or Poland, rather. And both of those teams are going to be Cabezas de Serie as of now. 
And uh, let me just uh, verify that uh, right now. We have, uh, let's see, Poland is, uh, no, Poland is no longer a cabeza. Yeah, they are. They are number six, and Belgium is number five. So both of those, how Poland is a cabeza de serie, you, I, no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't uh, really quite understand how that could be, but uh, they this, did uh, it by not playing friendlies. Is basically this one, this one, these uh, Hondureños are really hamming it up today. Well, of course, they are, yeah, well, they're up 3-2, you know, at this point, you know, the U.S. has uh, seven, 15 minutes to to salvage a point, uh, or, or at least not give up a goal. So, yeah, the Hondureños are going to, uh, they're going to milk every last possible, you know, and this, all, all this does, it just makes things worse for themselves, because it, it just, it's just adding to stoppage time, so that they do themselves no favors by, by going to this, these ridiculous lengths to pretend like they're injured. Because all that's going to happen is they're just going to add six minutes of stoppage time at the end. Honduras is beating Mexico 3-2? They are. Yeah, so. Craziness, uh, craziness in CONCACAF. If Panama scores. Panama scores, the U.S. is out. It's it's really making, though, for some good conspiracy theories, right? What are you doing? regards to... There is no question, but I mean, I don't see how. I mean, I don't know. You think you think you think Mexico's uh, like taking a fall for uh, trying to eliminate USA? Uh, wow! Uh, U.S. just hit the post. U.S. Yeah, just hit the post. That's craziness. We need this. The Panama game isn't isn't on any channel, is it? That's the well, game. right now. Right now, Telemundo has gone three box, so they've got all the games on right now. Oh, I'm on Universal. Yeah, you need to put it on. You need to put it, but of course, in Austin, Telemundo's not on HD, so it's like it's it's like it's like three blobs, three <laughs> blobs of people right now. You know, you know, just the quality of the stadiums in Central America. No, it's 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 my it's my picture. It's it, it's the fact that we're not on an HD. At least no, Telemundo no. had the good sense to. Do the thing with so that when you stretch it, but now they've, now they've gone back full to, to Mexico. And Honduras is looking like they're gonna are they gonna do it? Oh, Honduras came very close to getting the fourth. Very close to getting the fourth. That sort of stinks because Mexico was going undefeated in this whole hex. That would have been nice to sort of. Well, they still can. I mean, I mean, I mean, and honestly, I'm fully, I'm fully expecting Mexico to tie, the U.S. to tie, and Panama to get, uh, to to get the winner and send and send Honduras home. Can can a loss affect uh, the the rankings enough to put them in a in a third pool of teams? I don't think so because uh, uh, the fact that Chile is out and Wales is out uh, that, that 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 helps Mexico. That helps Mexico tremendously. So, uh, and according to uh, uh, some of the guys over the weekend, uh, because of some of the other results, uh, Mexico is 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 virtually is virtually assured of being in, in Bombolos, uh, regardless regardless of what happens tonight. Win or lose. Yeah, if, if if Mexico, well, Mexico is losing, so they're still in first. They won't. They're staying there regardless. Yeah, but it's it, it's not the Concacaf. It's the it's the FIFA rankings that matter. Oh, okay, for the point. Okay, I get it. Yeah, but the thing is, is is that two teams ahead of them, Chile and Wales, and I think Wales yeah. was ahead of them last I checked. Uh, they both are out. So that means that Mexico is essentially ranked 12th. So 
Chile, they went Liga MX. So I think that was our vengeance, right? We hired all their players. We brought them to Liga MX, lowered their quality. And right, so Mexico has, has dropped has dropped to 16. But again, Wales and Chile are out. So that essentially means Mexico is 14. So that by, by, by one number, by one point, Mexico is still is still alive in the uh, in in those rankings. And there's no guarantee that Switzerland is is, is going to qualify either. So but but everyone else, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, France, Spain, and Ben Puru for what Peru probably qualified, but Switzerland, England and and, and, yeah, and Colombia. So yeah, so Mexico right now is sitting in sixteen, uh, but because the two teams ahead of them are out, then uh, Mexico is essentially sitting in fourteen. So Mexico right now is safe. The ones that are in major problems are um, are the U.S. They've fallen down to twenty-seven, in and that puts them end up in a difficult that group. puts them in bombo cuatro. <laughs> so they're going to be an extremely difficult group for the U.S. if if the results hold. Grupo de la muerte. Yep. If if the if the results hold. So we'll see how that. Uh, so obviously, it would be much better for Mexico to to uh, to get the uh, to get the equalizer here and and, and break Honduran hearts. But uh, I was thinking, um, if if the results hold, really, you want to keep the all sharp objects away from Panamanians. Sorry, guys. That's okay. That's your. That's your drunk uncle? No, I'm watching my dad. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No yeah, so, yeah, so with Wales losing and then uh, and, 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 and Chile being out, that puts Mexico essentially in, in slot 14. So that means that they're safe by one. For this, uh, and I don't think goal differential. So even if they lose 4-2, 5-2, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Oh my God! There's another dead Honduran. Another dead Honduran. So well, the U.S. team doesn't seem to have a good uh, a sense of urgency at all for this game. I don't know what their problem is. They were they were unlucky. I don't know if you saw the Colts scored against them out. Yeah, but they're not even like putting effort. It seems like in their in pushing forward, or Pulisic wasn't even very active in the first half at all. Well, there you go. There might be something. I don't know. You guys are watching Mexico. I'm watching the U.S. I'm kind of hoping that um, I'm 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 really hopeful that Mexico ties this just to make sure that Honduras gets eliminated. Yeah, Honduras eliminated. <laughs> I hate the way they're playing. I hate this. Yeah, it really, really, the really does make the uh, make the region look bad when when teams go to go to such go to such lengths to. Although right now it looks like man, if Raúl Jiménez gets hurt again in Honduras like he did the last time, it's like poor guy. I mean, he just can't catch a break. And right now it looks like he's uh, right now it's looking like he's injured. So hopefully that'll. We'll see who uh, who comes in for him if, if he indeed is is hurt. 
So what's going to happen here in the next in the last ten minutes, Joel? You you've been Mister, you've been, you've been spot on this whole time. What, 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 who, who's in? Who's out? No, I mean I just I had from the predictions we made, uh, I had Argentina winning, beating Ecuador. No, I'm talking. I'm doing that. That's that's total. I'm talking about Kakaf. These next ten minutes. Who's in? Who's out? Oh man, this. <laughs> um, who gets eliminated? Yep. Man, it's tough. It's tough just because anything could happen. It's it's a little bit, uh, you know, Panama's just one goal away. Uh, you, it's all by one goal right now, John. <laughs> you know. I know. That's why. That's why I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking for Joel uh, the the the, 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 the crystal ball is the crystal right. ball is is está nublada, man. It, it's, I can't see. I can't see anything. If Panama can score a goal real quick, that'll give the U.S. at least time to know about it and 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 try to do something in six or seven, eight. But also not, not being able to see the full match is makes it even more difficult. Although right now they are showing off three, but I'm on three screens in standard definition. I can't. I can't tell you how great the quality is. Can't begin to say. Rigo, ask your dad. Ask, ask your dad who's in, who's out. Ask your dad who's in, who's out. Where's the kid that came to the end of the road? Where's the kid to the end of the road? Where's the kid to the end of the road? Where's the kid to the end of the road? Or, or Honduras can go to the World Cup. That'll be fine. They're going to get like... Oh, they're going to get rocked. They're going to get seriously demolished yeah. and leave CONCACAF in an embarrassment state. Well, yeah, well, the reality I was, I was telling is, John, is, is that Panama is going to get rocked too if they, if they go. Yeah, I, I was telling John, I don't really see anyone outside of Mexico and even Mexico probably just getting out of the group stage. I don't see any any of the teams. Mexico's not getting out of the group stage. <laughs> And I have to oh, tell you, yes. shit, I thought Thread that almost worked. <laughs> this is one of the weakest uh, hexagonals of the past 20 years. What, what, do, you, what do you think about uh, what Arena said about... Uh, I kind of agree with him. Big European teams having a tough time in CONCACAF qualifying. Yeah, I, I agree with him. You know, because they're used... They, they're not used to, like... Like the difference in, in in altitude and and even like weather. Right, the humidity you know, is. You, you go for altitude. You go and then you're you're playing. I, I don't know how high sea level. You know, all their flights are like an hour away. You just get on a plane an hour away. He got he got a rise out of uh, even the U.S. press for saying that stuff. I think more so for offending the Europe the Europe European team and the European no. image. And it's and it's crazy because you see some of the even like players from England that come to MLS, and a lot of them have a hard time adjusting, and they'll say that, you know, they weren't used to playing at different, you know, at a different. They're all over. They're on the downhill. That's why. Like you get a prime uh, European player like Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo or somebody like that. 
And he's dominating MLS. Eduardo. Oh, what a save. Holy shit. Excuse, me, excuse my language. <laughs> no, the U.S. U.S. almost scores. Eduardo Alcala says, what's up with Mexico? He's upset, it seems. On the chat. Who's upset, Who's upset with Mexico? Uh, on the, on the YouTube stinks. chat. Mexico's losing. They stink. We're not, we're not, we're not making a stage with, with this team. Well, I, like even I don't I don't take any of this into consideration any of the, what is Mexico is doing right now because last cycle they were worse and they did okay in the World Cup. So the World Cup is a totally different year. So they we, can get things, uh, put things together and, and do real good, or they can do horribly bad. I, I just I don't think we're going to put it together. Yeah, that's an, that's another yeah. constant. There is the coach. So well, yeah. the, thing, the thing is, as as Jorge said, Mexico, you know, be, be, by virtue of the fact that that they're going to have a favorable position in the uh, in the group by being in Bombodos, they'll probably make it out of the group stage, you know, suffering like they always do, and and then they'll play, you know, depending on the says, but it, it, it could get really rough, and then that's when you have to watch out because I mean, even today. And you know, Honduras is, is it has has exposed Mexico terribly on defense, as we saw on the, on those two goals. They've just uh, just been just obliterated. Uh, Mexico uh, on on the counter and the speed and everything else, and, and that's Honduras doing that. Imagine imagine Mexico playing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Panama! Panama! Holy smokes! Panama just scored. Panama just scored. Holy the U.S. Shit. As it stands right now, is out. What is this news? No way. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's <laughs> gonna. Oh, dude. US is gonna implode. MLS is gonna go out of business. I think Big Soccer's, Big Soccer's imploding right now. Big Soccer's database is crashing. Pulisic is fighting so now, so so now, now my question is, for the U.S. to make it, who's going to score the goal to to put the U.S. through Mexico or the U.S. This is wrong. Mexico. USA Mexico. Oh, dude! It was that big, huge guy, Perez or whoever, that scored the Panamanian goal. I think it's a beef. Yeah, that guy. You know, and the thing about Panama is, is that they're really good. I mean, if, if, when they think about it, they're really good defensively. And Honduras, oh my God, Honduras, yeah. chance. Five minutes to get in the U.S. Mexico's fucking bad. Sorry, dude. Mexico, Mexico's playing a cascarita right now, dude. They just, they just, they just, they just yeah, don't come on. care. But this, yeah. but this defense, this defense is terrible. I mean, well, of course it is. It's it's the second team defense. They just they they just don't. But you're right though. But that's been the Osorio defense. You know, we talked about it with Martin. You know, Martin. So is it? It's over in Panama, right? It looks like it's over. Or is it? No. I, don't, I don't know if it's over or not. I don't know. He still out there shirtless. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's why I figured. I'm like, it looks like he's celebrating already. It's probably just a long celebration. <laughs> Did you can see the guy with the flag. Yeah. Invaded the pitch. <laughs> I want to see some tears. Oh, look at this, man! Even the fans are doing their part in the Mexico game to stop the. To, to, yeah, I'm to, telling to stop you, I'm game. telling you that is. Uh, you watch. You, you this mar- is crazy. Record what I, we're recording right now. 
all this tiempo that Honduras is making is gonna cost is gonna cost them a spot. You watch. This They're is gonna be like, like seven minutes, minutes of stoppage time, and Mexico's gonna score a goal and like the oh shit, oh, Trinidad almost scored against the U.S. to make it three one. That was nuts. That was nuts. It's all Gonzalez's fault. Costa Rica tied? I don't no. think so. No, the Trinidad almost scored. My Twitter, my Twitter, read my Twitter account. So what's going to happen to... So there's like three minutes left in the U.S. match. I have no idea how much time is left in the Panama match. And, and can, can, we, can, we just, can we just say kudos to Telemundo for having all three matches on at once for us? I mean, that really is – I don't know if they're, if they're breaking any rights or whatever it is or if, or if they've solidified all their rights and this and that, but they have done a, a terrific job in keeping everybody abreast with what's going on. So let's, let's give them major props for, for making that happen. Three minutes in uh, – Three minutes stoppage in, in Costa Rica. It's so funny. Like two minutes you guys, U.S. game. Do you guys USA. remember how how this felt four years ago? <laughs> yeah, oh I, I remember. Being, I remember being absolutely horrifically depressed so, as hell. Uh, I can't tell you how, how how amusing this is, even if they do qualify. This is hilarious. How many little kids are sitting in their uh, in their home, tearing up with their U.S. jersey on? So the U.S. I think the U.S. has to be down to their last play. They, they, what are you talking about, kids? That though, I think there's going to be grown ass men that are, that are that are weeping right now. <laughs> yeah, the, not, the knots in their throat right now. I am telling you, Mexico is going to get the equalizer and they're going to save the U.S.'s butt. So you, you're saying uh, Nate's prediction is going to come true? Corner kick for the U.S. Corner kick for the U.S. Nate, uh, Nate will definitely have to rest that that troll of San Zuzi once and for all if this if, <laughs> it, if it does pan out that way. So if the U.S. gets the goal, then that knocks Honduras out of the World Cup. They go to Repechaque, and Honduras, Honduras then goes home. Wait, so oh, US over there. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. The U.S. is toast. The U.S. is out. The U.S. is out. No. I'm telling you Not that they're going to take a, like 30, 45 seconds to get this goal in. I think they got they got Yep. The ref is already asking for the ball. So it's up. It's, it's up to Mexico or, or Costa Rica. Mexico or Costa Rica. Up, and, and I'm telling you, all the tiempo that, that Honduras was making, I am telling you, it's going to bite him in the ass. The U.S. fans right now rooting for Mexico. There's another another fan. Another, another fan. fan <laughs> another fan invading the pitch to stop the game. This are they blowing is the whistle yet? Incredible. I've never seen anything so so blatant. That guy wasn't hard to catch. That's a foul. Yeah, this game's over. Who the hell is Bester? He's a defensive dude. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Tim Howard to lose. Just so, blow the whistle, ref! Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle, ref! Come on, ref! Blow the whistle! I wonder what Jurgen Klinsmann is doing right now. 
My picture just cut out to the Trinidad game. That's odd. It's over. The U.S. Over. is lost. So now they they have to. Oh, oh my God. Mexico's got it. Here uh, we go, San, San Uribe or somebody. I think Panama Panama is going to be done. Is Panama done? No, they're still going. No, not yet. It's still going. This has to be probably the worst podcast we've ever done because we're talking about it. Panama yeah, I don't know if this Panama makes for a good radio. The World Cup. Panama has qualified for the World Cup. Yeah. And See, mate, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you. That was, was a foul. Penalty! Penalty! Oh, my gosh. Penalty! Penalty! That's some, that's some corruption, dude. Yeah, that's, like, that's fucking bullshit. Honduras, that's two times in a row they're getting hosed. That's two times in a row. Two games in a row. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It was outside the area. It was outside the area. My fault. My fault. Okay. My fault. Outside the area. <laughs> Correction and retraction. So Panama happens? is in no matter what. They are in the World Cup. I'm happy yeah. for them. If Mexico I, I scores this, USA is in. San Guardado. I am so happy for Panama. That's their first World Cup. Can't wait for them to lose every group stage match. All right, so so this is this is the last. So here you go, here you go, USA. Who is the biggest Andres Guardado fan right now? Never, never have so many Americans been rooting for Mexico at this very second. Aquí viene, aquí viene, el gol. Aquí viene el gol para matar hondureños. Aquí viene el gol para matar hondureños. Pobres catrachitos. Grant Wall is tweeting that they're already out, man. That the U.S. is already out. Is this is this be delayed or something? No, because Honduras. No, this is live. This, no, is, live. this is live. Honduras. That's it. It's over. By, by second. Oh. Okay, there it is. <laughs> se acabó. Se acabó. Oh my gosh. That's, this is hilarious. Oh. It's over. Oh my God! The U.S. is out. The Pretty incredible. They added six minutes of to stop it. Wow, wow. Oh. Wow. This is crazy. Oh my Big god. Tucker is going to be fun tonight. Twitter, man. MLS, MLS is over. Smokes. <laughs> oh my god, this is incredible. Oh wow. <laughs> oh dude. Well, you know, the good thing for the US is that they'll they'll be a really good sparring partner for teams to, to help them get ready for the World Cup. Okay. Hey, John. Holy smokes. Shit. Maybe we should put up the, the phone line to, to, to let uh, angry U.S. fans call in. We John, should. Yes, John, yes, boys. You were fearing a friendly against the U.S. Do you still feel the same way? I do not, Hoy. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I think they should schedule the U.S. Now, now you're looking forward to it. Well, you know, again, I'm sorry, but you can't lose. Is there a... Is there some beef that going on that went on the field right now? Well, they pushed Guardado at the end like, for no reason. What a fan did? No, no. Uh, the, the, the reality is, is that Honduras is by no means favorites against against uh, Australia. By no means. Oh, I hope they, I hope they get eliminated. I absolutely hope they get eliminated. They don't deserve to go to the World Cup. Neither did, neither does the U.S. So. Well, exactly. I mean, the U.S. You, you can't. You can't only win three games, and and I mean you know Mexico got very low. I mean let, let's be honest. In that last 
uh, X, Mexico was extremely lucky that they that they made it to the repechaje. Unbelievable. And by the way, Albert Telis, uh, who got the game winner, uh, of course, is uh, is an MLS player. So I guess that means that the world's greatest player is not going to be at the World Cup then, right? Who is it? Yeah. So oh, my goodness. The, so- the soccer world is going to really... Yeah. It's, they're really going to suffer. How are we going to recover? This... Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to look at my first front page of of, of the Twitter and see. Uh, I will say though that uh, Mexico didn't. Oh, Mexico didn't deserve. So that means that uh, that Panama and Iceland are going to be the only new participants out of the 32 teams in the World Cup. So congratulations to Panama for getting it done, for getting the result they absolutely had to have. Congratulations to 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 uh, Peru for making the right. I mean, let's hope that Peru makes it because, uh, again, the romantic in me wants to see Peru in the in the World Cup just because as a kid I, I was lucky enough to see the I mean, we talked about in the last uh, the last show we had about uh, you know stuff that we had, like our first World Cups we remember, and I, I vaguely remember Argentina '78. I absolutely remember Peru from Argentina '78. If you guys have a chance, and uh, I think we can post videos, right, Chickies? On where? On 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 a, like like we can like 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 uh, like on the little show here. We we can show goals. Isn't, can't can't we do that? Uh yeah, it might be a little flaky though with this uh, with this plug-in thing. I can do it easier through because uh, right now I'm showing a picture of my browser on the Facebook page, but I can I can just go to YouTube and show whatever on Facebook Live. Yeah, let me see if I can. Uh, we 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 can share stuff, right? So this is have you all ever seen a, a, a Nene Kubias's goal against Scotland in the World Cup? Let's see if I can uh, figure out a way to. I got the phone lines open also. Oh, what is the number to call, Chiquis? 724-707-3826. And then you type in the pin 13118. 1-3-1-1-8. Yeah, 724-707-3826. All right, so I think I'm sharing my screen right now. And let's see if I can get this uh, Kubias goal up. As soon as this ad is done, and it is. All right, so here's – can you all see this? Let me go yeah. full screen here. Yeah, so this is uh, this is Nenekubies against Scotland, who are just uh, – and, and, and we should talk about Scotland. And this was in Argentina, and they made it to the second round in Argentina 78 uh, by virtue of winning this game, and they gave Holland everything they could handle in this, uh, in this, in this group stage two. And this is Kubias. Now, look, look where he stands and look how he shoots. <laughs> well, yeah, he did a tres dedos with the opposite foot. <laughs> I actually just, met him. Just fantastic. Kubias, I met him. One of my ex-coworkers was his nephew. Really? Yeah. So here's 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 a good replay. So it looks like he's going to kick it with one foot, and then he kicks it with the other. <laughs> fantastic. So that's anyway. So 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 that's the. Uh, 
And then in, in the 1970 World Cup, uh, they made it as far as the quarterfinals. That was the first time they ever played in the World Cup. That actually knocked Argentina out. And uh, I think we were talking about this last week as well. Uh, Brazil said that they were that they were they they were their toughest out in that game. Was the uh, and how do how do we exit the screen share there? Yeah, unclick that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, so so it, it would it would be really 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 cool. And I remember uh, in the uh, the Copa America that uh, had the, uh, the 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 Equatoriana situation with Mexico. They were in the group stage with with Peru and Marcarian. Remember Sergio Marcarian, who coached for Cruz Azul. He ended up coaching Peru in the uh, in that tournament. He took them to the semifinals, and and they played really well. So it's just a really really. Uh, uh, you know, hopefully, just uh, hopefully, they'll be a really entertaining team. You know, provided they get they get past, provided they get past uh, New Zealand, which I which I expect they will. But uh, stranger things have happened. So there you have it. So once again, to recap: uh, Mexico loses to Honduras three to two in San Pedro Sula. Honduras gets two uh, second half goals uh, to to uh, win the tie. Panama gets a late winner in Panama City at the at the Romel is it the Romel Fernandez is that the name of their place? Uh, uh, it, it, I forget what it is exactly, but 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 they qualified directly to the World Cup, and oh, that second goal that Honduras scores is just is just comical, and uh, and then the U.S. is out. We got to take yeah. into consideration the uh, defense. Who was on defense for Mexico? Because this is probably not a, a World Cup team on defense, was it? Yeah, it was. It was Alanis and Araujo, and uh, it was uh, some other guy, some other. Hugo Yala. Yeah, Hugo Yala. Oh yeah, see those. Are, those yeah, are there's no way. There's no way that those guys are gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna play. Maybe Araujo. I mean, the guys that start aren't much better. So. Well, it, it's definitely an area for for, for the for the and, and if you guys are watching Telemundo, you can see the highlights of the of of, of the uh, Trinidad and Tobago goals. That are coming up right now, but this this is a shocking. I, I am curious to see uh, how all the uh, the media members who are are, are big time Bruce Arena lovers are going to handle this this uh, this this is to me probably the and how appropriate that it happens to Trinidad. But but you know th- th- this is easily the worst loss that the U.S. has had since at least since 1990. Since they started qualifying for World Cups on a regular basis, that second goal, Joel, that that, that Trinidad scored, that was from forty, that was from thirty-five yards out. Yeah, it was, it was almost like a, you know, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Hicieron. Uh, Damn, I lost for words. But when the U.S. qualified to the ninety World Cup, the shot. The oh, shot the shot heard around the world. And it was a long-distance shot from. Uh, from Caligiri. And it was in Trinidad, and it knocked Trinidad yeah, out of the World they, Cup. They, they knocked Trinidad with that goal, and a similar similar goal from Trinidad this time to knock out the U.S. So payback is the word I was looking for. You know, and and, and, and you know, and I'm sorry if the U.S. is is wondering, well, why couldn't Costa Rica and Mexico do their business? I mean, no offense, but you're playing a team that have only had three points in the entirety of the hex. This is yeah. all on you guys. This is all on you. Yeah, and the first goal too was was that own goal. It was like an auto golazo that Trinidad opened the scoring with. Very unfortunate for them. <laughs> you know, pretty unpredictable to lose to two goals like that. 
And, and, and that first uh, Panama goal looks awfully iffy, Joel. Did that actually cross the line? Did you see a replay where it crossed the line? No, I, I'm I getting, uh, I'm hearing that it wasn't, that it didn't, <clears throat> but. But I, but I think that the, like, like, like it, it went in and then it came out. So I think it did. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter because they called it a goal and there's no. Wow. And it was the big dude that scored. That is, he, they must have put him as a delantero. And he, and he got it done. Like, like when, when Barcelona puts Pique up as, as the delantero. Unbelievable. Man, and they're out by one point. So the U.S. did 12. And uh, Honduras, Panama, both have 13. And Panama, by virtue of a goal difference, uh, is, is ahead of Honduras. So they will qualify directly. And they're going to go directly to Bombo Cuatro. For sure. So right, let's take a look at the updated uh, rankings. I think that that's still going to keep Mexico in, in, in Bombo. Yeah, Mexico, they've fallen down to 16. But again, uh, Wales and uh, and Chile are ahead of them. So by virtue of that, then Mexico will automatically be in the be in the World Cup, Bombo Dos, which means that uh, Mexico will only have to play either Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, France, or Russia, instead of having to play either Germany, Brazil, Poland, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, uh, France, Spain, Peru, Switzerland, England, Colombia, or Italy. So big, big, or and Uruguay. So big, big difference there uh, for Mexico. Because the uh, the, the next group down... In Bombo Tres, as it stands right now, is uh, and I think Italy by virtue they're 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 also in Bombo Dos. And actually, now that I think about it, it looks like uh, Uruguay is going to be in Bombo Dos too. So Bombo Bombo Three is going to be Croatia, Denmark, and those haven't qualified yet. Costa Rica's in Iceland for sure. Northern Ireland, Sweden, uh, Tunisia if they make it, Iran. So th- that's going to be Bombo Three. So again, regardless of of, of who they have, it uh, looks like Mexico is going to have what we would consider a grupo accessible. Wouldn't y'all say for the for the World Cup? So I don't think there's any question that Mexico should have. You know, just the way that Mexico was celebrating their goals too. I mean, this was this was an absolute cascarita for them. There's no, you know, Chicharito said, "San Pedro Sula, London." Uh, let me go back. To <laughs> I had zero interest watching that the the Mexico game actually. Well, I just wanted to watch it to see if Honduras could do it because, you know, Honduras are, are to, no offense to our, our Catracho listeners, but they are the uh, some of the world's biggest chokers, and uh, they did get it done. So, so, so congratulations to them. They got a little lucky, but you know what? Sometimes you need luck. Uh, sometimes you need, uh, as Frank says, as he says so eloquently, you need luck to be a lady tonight, and that's what uh, with Panama. Is it going to be uh, a good day for you at the office tomorrow, Dan? <laughs> what was that, John? Is it going to be a good day at the office for you tomorrow? Um, it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think there's too many soccer fans that, that care one way or another. But the few of us will be. Are you so going to we'll wear, be kind of chuckling? Yeah, are you going to wear a Trinidad your Trinidad and Tobago shirt? Um, I'll have to break it out. And see if <laughs> some, some random nerd uh, recognizes it. Yeah. And, you know, and again, isn't it so appropriate that it's Trinidad and Tobago that does that to the U.S. after, you know, for years it was the the, the Blazer, uh, Jack Warner show in CONCACAF, where they both just, you know, just absolutely fleeced the the Confederation for millions and millions and millions of dollars. 
it just it just, it just seems so appropriate that uh, that the U.S. run ended for that the World Cup run ended for the U.S. in uh, in, in in port in port of Spain. All right, so now that Mexico's uh, in and we were in Bombados and we've talked about the groups, uh, Joel, you, you think uh, round of 16, yeah? Yeah, I, I would like to see the group, though. I'm not making predictions until I see I see who we have. Unless, unless we have all CONCACAF teams, we're going to not make it out of the group. Especially with these eight to nine player changes from game to game. That's, that's Bruce, Bruce Serena is on. Uh, what do you see on? I wonder if he's what, on. Yeah. What do you guys think, uh, John? What do you think that this might do to the MLS? Do you think this might even affect it as well? Well, well uh, one thing that they don't have to worry about is losing their players in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the no, tournament. No, but I guess I'm saying from an interest standpoint. You know well, what? I think the MLS fans will still be there. I mean, I don't, I mean, honestly, I think the World Cup is going to take away from their interest just because they play games during the World Cup anyway. But uh, I mean, I don't think it's like going to doom the MLS at all. I think the MLS has has established a a strong enough beachhead that I think it can it can survive a, a, the U.S. not making the World Cup. I think so. Also, also, a lot of players from Panama and Honduras do play in MLS. Right, uh, the MLS has been uh, has been a great uh, training ground for for the Central American players. To uh, I mean, Houston Dynamo starts three Gatarachos, uh, uh, and they all play really well. They play great. That's because they are semi pro at best. Right, so it, it definitely helps, and uh, but I mean, as far as this dooming MLS, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to doom MLS at all, Dan. I think the MLS will be just fine. I mean, it's, it obviously is not going to help, but it's uh, you know, I mean, Eng- England has not gone to the World Cup, and the Premier League has survived. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily comparing the two leagues, but I, I think I think they'll be okay. I guess, I guess for me personally, um, the way you get new fans is typically, at least how I got into soccer, is through watching World Cups, through watching a World Cup. So, and then seeing seeing it, um, seeing them out, I think it's got to figure. It's going to hurt uh, people from from uh, finding the sport. I don't know. Well, that's the thing, though. Is, I mean, I mean, is it really though? Because you know, if if someone you know watches the, but yeah, it's a different time zone. I mean, chances well, are you're probably watching Champions League now. No, I definitely what is the big difference? You already watch football from other countries, anyways. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, it's gonna no. Hurt. it's gonna hurt up and comers who are who who potentially could gain an interest in. Yeah, but in, that's why they bring some of those players. Like they're gonna bring Bella. Bella's gonna be in the World Cup. He's, he's gonna be playing in LA. Uh, you know, Gio if he goes to the World Cup. Gonna How's that gonna help Galaxy? U.S. soccer fans though? That's not going to help U.S. soccer. That's the kids, kids that saw the, the, the teams. The That's going to help Mexico fans. Up, no, it's not. Because they're playing for Los Angeles. Yeah. And then you could see the players from L.A. or see the other teams of the league. That's like saying Kansas City. Like Kansas City FC is going to influence kids. No, no. It influences kids in Kansas City. Yeah, but the U.S. national team going to the missing the World Cup is going to make people sour and and be like the like, casual fan. But 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 uh, yeah, perhaps, that's what I'm saying. 
So but, grabbing, but, but, grabbing but the, hard, but the hardcore right? guys will still be there. That 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 you know, that's oh yeah, of course. I mean, MLS, is a, MLS is a lot like NHL. I mean, they have their they have their hardcore supporters, and like, and, 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 and and that base of hardcore supporters grows, and, and it has been growing. Will this put a uh, will this truncate it? Uh, not necessarily, but it'll definitely slow it down. But I mean, but this is only one summer, though. I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, the, the whole, you know, they the, the have to remember they, the, the the one that's really going to hurt though is, I mean, I, I got I feel bad for Christian Pulisic because whatever endorsement yeah. deals he had lined up, what's that line in, uh, in yeah, yeah. Uh, the usual suspects? You like and just poof, gone, you know, gone in the night. <laughs> yeah, but the U.S. has gone, gone to the world. The U.S. has gone to the World Cup for the last however many times. And look how it's grown. He, uh, Dan pretty much answered it right now, where he said, "Oh, there's not going to, you know, there's going to be a few nerds or whatever. There's not even that many people at an at a normal job site that are you even what, soccer." Yeah, but they don't play the World Cup every year, guys. No, but now that the World Cup is not even gonna, they're not going to be in it. Yeah, but there's a lot of more tournaments now than there used to yeah. be twenty years ago. When that you know, was the main. I just, I guess, I guess, in, I, I think in a in a country where the where the sport struggles to find legitimacy, this doesn't help. Well, it makes it even even more so of, a, of an afterthought of a sport because we're not the best at it. The Why are we going to cover not, a sport that where they can't even I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's not going to be as damaging as you. I, I think that what it where, where I saw the U.S. growing as as far as watching fans in the last World Cup was, uh, I mean, as it is that a lot of fans. Casual fans treat it like the Olympics. Once every four years, okay, I'll you know, I'm root for, and then and then the minute the minute the U.S. is done, they don't they don't pay they don't pay attention to the rest of the tournament. They just don't. The casual the casual fan just just will not. And I don't necessarily think that that's uh, ultimately who. I'm sure MLS would want to get those 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 folks eventually, but I think I think that that like they're right now they're they're concentrated on building a a strong base. Of 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 very strong local support that that is what they want to do. I think that's I, I've seen that. I've, I've I've been to a few MLS uh, stadiums and cities, and uh, I think you know. Yes, this is absolutely going to. There's no. I mean, I'm not saying that, that it's going to be flowers and sunshine the whole way. It, it is. It is going to hurt. But I don't think. I don't think the damage is going to be as. I think it would have been more devastating if this would have happened in France '98 with the MLS yeah. being two years old than it being 22 years old. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that, so that's why. And and again, I mean, let's be honest. Okay, so Pulisic doesn't play in the in the tournament next summer, and that's yeah, it. Sucks, and it sucks for the, the U.S. fans, and He's and then frankly, it, it sucks for everybody because the kids. He is a great player. I mean, it, it is it is unfortunate that he's not going to have that uh, that stage to play on. But you know what? They have a Gold Cup in the U.S. next summer, and you can, yeah. you better believe that he's going to be the main attraction. And they and then and because of that. Instead of the U.S. playing in MLS stadiums, they're going to start playing in NFL stadiums because people are going to want to come watch this kid play, and that's what's going to deliver. That that's what's going to start delivering. So it it, it it's going to happen. It's just going to like the the plan has been pushed you, you back know what, one also, year. Also, I mean, they're going to pay more attention to the Olympics. You know, mm-hmm. try to qualify to the Olympics, and he's going to be pretty Gymnastics much the guy there. And uh, no, and then. Copa America. I mean, they should they should push to play that tournament. Hey, here's here's a tweet that I that I'm seeing right now that that uh, expresses what my opinion is. It's in Jeopardy format. It says at least now in 2018, this country does not have to pretend they actually like soccer and can keep hating it like normal. No, I, I think that stopped happening a long time ago. Not just because 
the amount of soccer you could see now, the amount of bars you could go in, soccer is, you know, there's soccer bars now. The, the, the sport is popular, no doubt, but I, I think the mainstream sports fan, typical sports fan, I, I think uh, I would agree, with, would agree with that sentiment. They can go back to ignoring it or hating it like they did before. Yeah, but they I, go back I, to man, ignoring it or hating it the minute the U.S. is eliminated. That's eliminated. a good point. No, that's a good point. And then they pretty much feel like that even if they win, actually, to be honest. But I must say that the sport here doesn't get as much promotion simply because of the, you know, we're not riddled with commercials. There's not like, you know. I got to tell you, I'm watching 15-minute halftime. Sorry to Go ahead, Juan. No, I'm saying as long as soccer is the way it is, all the big companies are not going to put as much money into it as they will with baseball or basketball. If not, they would have been drowning it already. Uh, it's the most played sport for youth, uh, but you know they get they get more for their buck when you're watching basketball and it's a commercial every five minutes. Same with baseball, every every five minutes, and commercial, commercial. You know, yeah. So it's it's no, all commercials, and then with soccer they only get fifteen minutes. I would dispute that that stat. Um, that commercial uh, stat. No, it's the most it's the most played sport by youth. Maybe youth three to seven, but once you grow into like a teenager, you're not going to play soccer. You're yeah, not going to be cool playing soccer. Most yeah, most of the people, even in to the Google mobile. Where's Where's Juan? Most people, even in like the soccer centric towns or cities, the soccer fanatic towns, if there is no, one. Man, in the US, a lot of people pull their kids out of the pointy ball because of injuries, uh, harmful injuries, and then. After the whole thing with the head injuries came out, I don't, I don't see it over. I don't see it over or surpassing even baseball or basketball. Look, the only way that that soccer really establishes a foothold in this country is if either they they, they make it to the World Cup final or they win it. I think even Does that this way put another. Can we add another ten years to the twenty year plan? But you know that that's actually. Uh, I know that you're 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 you you have a a bit of a. Edge to that comment, Dan. I'll just say that. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I will say Sorry. that, uh, that, I mean, there, there is, there is a major question. I mean, th- think of, you know, the U.S. soccer team right now. I mean, and, and, and not making the World Cup. Well, where did they, that just the wasted time too? The wasted time yeah. they did all this valuable time. They could have been trying out new guys, younger guys that, that are, that are truly going to be playing in the next cycle. You wasted two years. To, or if not more, uh, trying to trying to put a trying to patch up a, a, a leaky ship. It's um, yeah, I, I think it's gonna hurt them more than 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 you guys think. I personally just just because it's a it, the, the the disappointment, the the, the firing of Jurgen Klinsmann, him throwing that stuff out there, the and 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 Bruce Arena coming coming out trying to. I think everybody assumed that he was just going to save the day. I, I did. Well, and, you know, uh, now it's, it's, it's because of that, you know, because of the fact that they don't have that much tradition that, you know, they don't have that, they don't have that go-to uh, bombero that, that every other country has just, just because, you know, there's, there's, there's more of a, of a talent pool available to you as far as coaching goes. Uh, but, but I mean, he was the only, he was, it was either going to be him or Bradley and it would have been a, you know, they even brought Bradley in to, to help out these uh, these last couple of games. So, but but what does the so what does the I mean who who because Arena obviously is not going to continue coaching. So, 
how how does the U.S. move from here? What, what what kind of moves do they make? Do they go after an MLS guy, you know, like like an Oscar uh, Oscar Pareja, who has proven that that he knows how to develop that talent, so to speak, and 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 then put him in charge of the whole thing where he runs the whole. Or do they bring in Tabare, like uh, like Kit said last week? I, I would go with Pareja, John, just because you have a lot of young players, so that that's who you want to build a team around. And you also some have to these, learn how to deal with professionals. And, and some of these other guys, like Dempsey and uh, Bradley, they should pretty much be on their way out. Uh, but but I wouldn't do what they did, how they left the whole program and they put uh, Jurgen in charge. So, yeah, so I mean, but I mean... The... You know, I just thought it was unfortunate when they put Jurgen in charge, just because for me it should have been one or the other. Either, either, either let him do what he wanted to do with the youth system, or let him be the coach. But I, but I thought it was really tough to do both. And you know, now that I'm, of course, I'm contradicting myself when I come to come to say that with Pareja. But Pareja has done that. You know, Pareja has proven that he can handle both. Well, I mean, you, you, know, you, you could get like, you you could get Pareja like the senior team and then the team that does Olympics. But I mean, you know, you don't really have to put him in charge of like under seventeen, under twenty. So, but I, I, at least give him like a like 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 let him oversee it, or, or you know. Yeah. So I've always thought La Volpe would be perfect for that in Mexico. Let let him be the the the, the U guy. Let him be the head of the U's, and they can all play the whole. Because I mean, I firmly believe, and I've said this on the show, that the the five three two for me is 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 the best. Uh, formation for Mexico to play because it it it's a good maquillaje for Mexico for Mexico's deficiencies in my personal opinion but uh and just let La Volpe you know do that from the U13s on up that way when they get to the national team they know you know it's like Nebraska you know that when I was a kid and, and, and even into my you know early adulthood the Nebraska football ran the same offense for you know just it was a very basic forever and 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 in pop, you know, from Pop Warner all through high school, almost every high school in Nebraska ran the same thing. So they was talked about how great their walk-on program was. Well, yeah, of course you can have a good walk-on program if you guys get guys from Nebraska that have been playing the same in the, in the same system their entire lives. You know, they know exactly what the what what they need to do. And uh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I found an article from Forbes. This is from 2014, and it had soccer as the second most popular youth sport in the U.S. behind basketball. But it's ahead of baseball and well ahead of football. Well, the thing about baseball and uh, football is that they are expensive demand, and and then soccer to a certain degree. Now, at what point? And uh, I know that I wish we had I wish we had the profe on. He could uh, give us a much more detail. But well, you you coach Rodrigo. Well, we have Rigo and he coaches. Yeah, Rigo. At what point, uh, no, Federico? At what point do you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you, do you coach just a recreational team, or are you like one of these, like one of these uh, pay-to-play teams, like one of these elite teams? No, I, I coach recreational, but I also co- I've also coached adults. Yeah, um, and in adult league, you coach your league. dad. He, he no. coaches the youth because of the single moms. That is really? true. Single moms or divorced moms? Or I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Married ones, too. Those are pretty um, cute. That's interesting. Yeah. What was the question? No, my question is, uh, 
I mean, at, at what point will, will will people understand that, that that you don't have to have a lot of money to play soccer? Because I mean, really, all you need to play soccer is a ball, right? I mean, you don't really need anything else. What other sport can you say that about? Basketball. Yeah, but you have to have the hoops. True. Soccer, you put your shirt down on the ground, and that and that's your poster. I don't. I don't. I don't know when it's going to happen here. I mean, I, it, I, it's definitely starting to happen. I feel. I feel like there's a lot. Like, at least when I was in Florida, now I'm in New York. But in Florida, everybody played soccer. I mean, those fields are every Saturday are always full. Right. Well, that's because they also had the room to do. I don't think there's too much room in New York to have the, 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 acres yeah. and acres of fields. But I feel, like, I feel like there's. I feel like there's a big disconnect uh, between the youth systems. And and like the national teams, even the national team youth systems. How so? In in what they're you know the style of soccer that they're teaching and how they're developing players. I feel like they're. I mean, I know Klinsman was trying to you know implement one style from youth all the way up to the national team, um, but it just feels like there's a like a large like a large disconnect. It's like growing up in New York. The style of soccer that was played versus growing, like watching kids in Florida, is completely different. Where in New York, it's just a lot more possession and control, and in Florida, the style of soccer is more long ball. I've seen a lot of kids, like even as they're older, who have a lot of uh, talent but don't know how to play their positions correctly. That don't that that are running around the field after the ball. Uh, you tell them you tell them to play defensive mid, and they're up playing you know attacking mid. Uh, left backs that don't know how to track back, you know. Um, and I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if it's just regional. And if it's regional, then U.S. soccer needs to step in. <laughs> Wait, I'll be back, gents. Okay. What kind of things are you talking about, though? Are you talking what? about uh, traveling teams, or I've, I've, I'm talking about? I mean, I've seen it in traveling teams, I've seen it in high school teams, uh, in recreational teams. I mean, I've seen adults. I, I, I played. I played in adult league. Um, I played. Well, I'm not there anymore. And I, the guys just didn't know how to play positions. Guys that had talent with when they had the ball at their feet just didn't know how to play their positions. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Rigo, because uh, last year I produced the, uh, the the Texas high school private school soccer championships, mm-hmm. and the best team by far was this team called British International School out of uh, out of Houston, and so it was basically a bunch of a bunch of, a bunch of expats kids from all over the world, and the, their understanding of, of where they were on the field. And 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 not and not moving or understanding that you have to switch off and this and that was was humble. I mean, they were far and away the most technical team, high school team I've ever seen. And this is just a you know a tiny little private school in Houston, but I'd never seen a team play like that. I mean, they scored four goals in the first ten minutes, and the coach just said, "Okay, we're done." <laughs> he literally put his hands up and said, "Just knock it around. If you score, it's going to be an accident." I used to go watch my. Um... My ex-girlfriend's cousin play uh, at his high school games. The team had made this uh, state championship like four years in a row. So I'm like, wow, they must be really good. Um, 
to go watch. And, you know, it's the first game of the season. They're kind of not in sync. I watched the whole season. They made it all the way up until the state championship again. And they literally won on individualistic talent that these kids, kids all had because the coach wasn't doing anything. He was literally, apparently he was like the school hockey coach and they made him the soccer coach. Right. And, um, he would take, he would just take the best kids from the travel teams and put him on, put them on his, on the, on the high school team. And when they finally made it to the state championship, they played a, a team that was organized, knew how to play their position. Um, and the team beat them. And 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 the, the team that I was that they're watching was way more talented individually, but that other team was just a lot better coached and organized and, and knew how to play a position. And they they beat them one zero in overtime. Right. Um. So it it, it does. Defense I mean, I, like I said, I don't know. Defense does always win championships. That's, that's incredible. When was that? When was that hockey coach coaching? What year? Uh, he's still he's still coaching now. That, that's that is crazy. I grew up a, in a small podunk in high school, nineteen ninety three. I grew up a poor was, black child. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and we had the football coach because there was no soccer coach. We had a football coach coach us, and I thought, okay, this is just because you know it was nineteen ninety three. We were in a small little town, and we got demolished by a lot better teams that were in bigger cities, soccer cities, and stuff like that. So for me to hear you, if this is in Orlando or even near Orlando, it's just shocking. Or even when the Joel called from last week, the, the caller from last week, uh, Kit, so yep. his name was, Kit. he called and from LA and he said the same thing. Okay. I'm like, what is going on? How was it I, LA, uh, Orlando, all this stuff happening? I approached the coach. Uh, me and my brother, we approached him because he you, actually did you approach and a cost or just approach. <laughs> oh, and, on. um, and because uh, he coached his daughter's recreational team where we coach recreational soccer. So I was like, hey, you know, if you need assistance, like, I, you know, I'm not doing anything. I, I'll, you know, I'd love to help out uh, because I would go to the games and he would literally just sit on the bench and not, you know, yell instructions or tell the players what to do. I was literally in like, like on the other sideline yelling stuff at the players. Um, so I volunteered. I was like, you know, I'll help you out. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, I, you know, I have somebody that's supposed to help me, but I, I'll let you know. He never, he never reached out to me or anything like that. Um, but I think it's just, you know, he's, he's been making it far because he has these talented players. Um, but he's not any fundamentals. Well, he may not have the time to even. I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying it's. I know that there's a lot of high school guys that. You know, that have to, oh, by the they way, have other jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, but yeah, like, yeah. I, like I was saying, I, I, I feel like U.S. soccer needs to like step in and, you know, set some guidelines for if you're going to be like a travel coach. Um, yeah. This is a, or, 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 or high school soccer coaches like you guys need to. These are the basic things that you need to teach players. Do like an age by age uh, guide of what? Yeah. Like positioning. Uh, I think positioning is is one of is one of the like the biggest things. Knowing how to play your position, knowing where your strengths are. At. I mean, I, I would have kids that would come and say, "Oh, I'm a striker," 
And then the first practice, I would hold just a little scrimmage. And I'm like, you know, you're actually a defender. I'm like, you have all the natural talent to be a defender. There's no reason for why you should be playing striker. I mean, some some kids would get mad. And I'm like, you can get mad, but you're not going to play somewhere where I think your strengths. Um, and then it's teaching them how to play in those positions. Can I make y'all really jealous? Go ahead. If, if y'all don't mind, just a little, just a little bit. My wife just got back from a restaurant. She brought me up a whole plate of cochinita bibimbap. <laughs> I you were going vegan, John. Oh, heavens no. <laughs> heavens no. You got to get ready. That's, uh, th- that's very interesting. I, I, I have to think that the U.S. does have some guidelines like that, but I, I mean, I have to admit, I have to plead ignorance. But, but uh, yeah, there is. Uh, there's definitely some uh, some some work to do for the U.S. and you know, you know, to me, the whole uh, I just I was I, I was really worried for the U.S. that they had to rely on a bunch of, you know, 30, you know, three, 34 year olds, you know, and, 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 and key qualifying. It's uh, I'm, I'm, I was having this conversation with my friends in in, in a group chat because the majority are U.S. national team fans. And I'm like, this is just. The U.S. generation right now is a really weak generation. The ones that are coming up that have been there are on their way out. Um, and so you can't really blame Arenas and you can't really blame Klinsman. These guys just aren't that as good as, you know, previous generations. I mean, this whole this whole uh, CONCACAF hex uh, teams all just seem like they were weaker. I think that's why Mexico kind of just had a cakewalk. Um, because these teams were just talent wise, or they just weren't as good as other years. I mean, the best player for the U.S. was Pulisic, and the best player for Costa Rica was Navas. Yeah, I mean, by far. I mean, Pulisic. I mean, he was their their uh, their leading goal scorer and leading assist guy. I mean, you don't expect an eighteen year old to do so much. He's like in his 30s. Dempsey's in his 30s. Um, I just think they, this generation needed more time to develop. Um, I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm sure they'll they'll be able to get it to get it together by the next World Cup. But this, I think, it's a huge it's a huge hit to U.S. soccer um, because I mean. Like, the most important soccer event in the U.S. isn't there. The casual fan isn't really going to watch it. The USA MAGA fan isn't going to really watch it. Um, I really thought that Mexico was going to pull it out for them. So did I. I thought that because Honduras was making so much damn, and honestly, five minutes, that should have been like ten. They got really lucky. Like ten, yeah. (laughs) You know they got really lucky that the, that they only did. That if that would have been at the Azteca, that would have been in, in something. Well, that it wouldn't have been anywhere near having a chance to win. But yeah, that would have been entirely different. That, I'll that see was, what. Um, but watching, I mean, like I'm just talking to my dad who was featuring the podcast a little bit earlier. Uh, he he wants he to sort you out. Bringing the heat. He wants to sort you out. He's like he's fed up, and like we were watching football picante and. Uh, the última palabra, and like everybody on the panel, everybody in the panel wants him out. 
And he was he told me right now before I came back, as I, I left the room, he was like, I think they're going to fire him. So I think they're they're going to fire like, him yeah. for what? He's like, poor performance. They just, you don't see, a, you don't see like, the team play well. That's kind of ridiculous, dude. Dude, what for this mean? game, for, you, for, for, this, for, for this specific no, game, not for this they game. Play, I'm talking they about, play, I'm talking they, about they, the, the whole Sodio era. You know, the whole Sodio era time. Is, is two-sided. There's one extremely successful side, and then there's one really what is, poor side. What are you, are you saying they're successful because they win? Or no, I'm saying, they're they're success, they I'm saying they're successful because they're walking casually into a World Cup. That this qual this yeah, qualification um, process has been nearly it back, perfect. It goes back to the fact that this all these teams are much weaker than they were four years ago. That might or may that that I'm not saying that that isn't the case, but but if you're gonna judge judge him by his body of work, the welcome qualifier. I mean, you play who you have to play. Correct. You play who you have to play, but you so but he they, struggled they, versus and he played bad versus who he had to play. Did you. There's, no, there isn't one game. True. There isn't one game in World Cup qualifying where you can say he played 90 minutes. You can't finish top of the uh, of, of the hex with that many points against all finish, your, against you, all the rest of oppositions and 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 make that make that. You can finish that way when you play. have more talent than all the rest of the teams. They had last. They had more talent last time. Yeah, but That's the other point. Like, no, I think it's easy to dismiss. Teams, the other teams were uh, better. They last, did. Other teams were better. But they last still last had more talent. Yeah, they still had more talent. But you're talking about a younger USA team. It doesn't matter. Uh, they still have more it talent. Does. It does matter. What do you mean? I mean, it, 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 was a, it was a much more even playing field than when one, these teams drop off drastically. And he's nine and points better than one tell that, team. Tell that to the U.S. Yeah. It's such a, that it's a weaker, weaker hex. No, but the problem with the U.S. is there that there's crying babies in the background. and um, There's a lot of crying in the U.S. <laughs> And that it's it's their generation is weaker. So yes, they're, there, they're you, playing. You are that. correct. There is a huge gap between the thirty somethings and the fact that they only have one, one or two guys that are, you know, under under twenty three that are that are decent. Last last World Cup cycle, so those those thirty somethings were younger. Were in their, right. in their in their twenties. But was, they're, they're, not, they're not they're not going to fire Osorio. For for you know Mexico, this is the first time they've ever they've ever finished first in the first ever, yes ever yes. So they're going to fire him for that. They're 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 going to actually the last time I mean, it happened. You know what? They fired Bora. Yeah, they were tied for first, and then they fired Bora, and they were tied for first for that. I mean, I don't remember any of that World Cup qualifying, so I can't I can't speak to it at all. It was uh, he kind of played like a well. I mean, he didn't expose his D because Bora would never do that, but. You know, it was it was listless, but they, but you know they but they but they still qual. I mean, they, they still qualified like in September. So it was. Uh, it, it, my you know, thing is, my thing is, if you're right, if you look at his body of work, there's two sides. There is a World Cup qualifying, and then there's this, the tournaments he's played in. And in the tournaments he's played in, because he's going to go play in a tournament, he's been exposed. That his philosophy just doesn't work, and, and he's going to get exposed again. Yeah, I mean he that, is. That, that, that's just the the unfortunate part of this whole thing is that, like I said, they'll they'll probably make it through the group stage, and they'll they'll then, then you know depending on the cruce, they're gonna they're gonna draw. Uh, you know, if maybe they'll get lucky and draw like like Poland's group, you know, where but if, but if they draw, you know, uh, Spain or I mean, if it's could you imagine Mexico playing France or Germany in the round of sixteen and just just how ugly that would be? I mean, it would be. 
I, I, I would, I would call FIFA and say, could you just let Mexico start the game three zero just to make it interesting? Because they're going to lose by four or five goals. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, depending on the group, I, I, I don't think they even make it out the group. Just I just don't make it out of the group. There's so many deficiencies in the way he plays. And you're saying Mexico's not going to get out of the group stage? The yeah. way it's lining up right now? Uh, you're yeah. crazy. Bro, there's no on defense, there's nobody good. There's nobody that there's nobody there that plays with heart. Like you, we don't have a Rafa Marquez or a Claudio Suarez. We're not the US, on, on man. We don't need grit, dude. Well, besides, yes, we, do actually... need, we do need grit because these guys don't have they don't play with well. I was actually being facetious, but I don't necessarily agree with that. Before before uh before the 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 the, the, the loss against Germany Mm-hmm. There was like about three out of four games where the where Mexico came back from losing. So I don't know where that. I mean, so against clearly inferior, the team, I guess inferior actually, the, 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 against Portugal against it's a circular against argument against Russia, and they came back so, against so all the, three of them. Uh, Russia, Russia's Russia's inferior competition. Portugal, but that's we my tied. point: is that they're going to have they're going to have two teams that are quote unquote inferior in their group. This is this is my point of view on this on the whole coaching thing. Osorio, yeah, I agree with Rigo that Osorio is not ideal. Um, does poor decision making with lineups and all that. But in in the in the games that matter, he puts he tries to put at least the best players on the field somehow. And it's really up to the players. But the, 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 well, then the other problem with that is, is he doesn't call players that play in their position. So now he's playing with center backs at fullback with you know predominantly attacking midfielders at center defensive midfielders, strikers on the wing. Like, you're playing guys out of their positions, and it's not their strong suit. It's a combination of everything that he does that leads to, you know, the team not functioning properly. Well, that doesn't necessarily bother me as much, but the, the, the thing that kills me, and, 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 and it's something that, 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 that I, just, I, just don't, I just don't see why any, any coach in their right mind would ever even play like this. Is, is how on earth can you play and insist on a system that does nothing but leave your center backs massively exposed to a, a very quick and easy two-on-one? I mean, a three-on-two or two-on-one in a matter of, of seconds. I mean, there's so much space between, between the last line, and they play so high, and the midfielders, that, 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 that the, every time Mexico loses the ball, especially against better teams, I mean, I don't, I don't know how Mexican fans, the heart then just automatically just jump up in the throat. Because you know that oh, you know it's one thing losing it down in the, in, in the attacking third, but losing it in that middle third, you know, carelessly on top of that. I mean, they, they, they are that that is the part that I can't get past. That is that's the one thing that I, uh, you know, both uh, uh, Vasco and and uh, and Piojo both did is that they made damn sure that that there was no way they were going to be exposed like that. No, yeah, I mean, he just won't do it. And that I mean that goes back to playing guys out of their position. Like if you put a strong holding mid uh, that naturally plays there all the time, at, in in the you know you're not going to leave your the middle of your field exposed. Tell me the, who are the best strong holding mids that Mexico has. I mean it would have to be Molina and 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 Vasquez, Gallo Vasquez. They might not be you know having the best moments in their career, but they, when they played for the Mexico, they played well. I personally would love to see Gallito get another chance because uh, I, I, I mean something. I mean, he had a fantastic World Cup in the last. I mean, there's, uh, there's, 
there's no question he was missed in that Holland game because I love Salcido. Uh, I mean, I love him to death. But he and can't play that position. I, I was hope I knew he was going to play as 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 you know. I knew he was the first man off the bench uh, coming in for you for a yellow card accumulation. I was just hoping it would be a center back or a wing back. <laughs> <laughs> not Gallito. But you know and what? The, I, the yellows that Gallito earned, he had to do it. He had no choice. Yeah, he had to. Yeah. Because, you know, he plays a lot more physical. And, like, a guy yeah. like Diego Reyes, who he, I know he plays the position. He's just not physical enough for it. And um, they're really, I mean, he hasn't really called anybody up. You know, he, he'll put in but, but Jonathan is, is or Hector Herrera. Or, or their, the tendencies, their tendencies are to, like, attack. So then they leave that that, that yeah. area exposed. That's that's all you have. That's why I was hoping this Edson Alvarez kid could uh, could step maybe, up. Maybe be that, but that he didn't. He never. You know, he didn't play him in the entire time that he had him. He never put him in that. I didn't. I didn't see the night game tonight because, or at least when he came in, because frankly, I was I was more interested in watching the other two games. But I mean, he should be the guy that 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 that, that does that. And and to be fair, I kind of like him. At, I kind of like him as a starting center back. Well, you know, to me, you were saying about, about Osorio, about, about, about the not play, the best game, in my opinion, that Osorio played was against, I think it was in Salvador. Dan, I think you actually went to that game in, in San Diego. At the Gold the, Cup? At, yeah, the Gold at, Cup at, one? The Gold Cup, where the, he led, instead of playing a 4-3-3, basically played a 4-2-1-3 and let Pizarro go side to side and let him, and he basically just let him have free reign. Yeah. And, 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 and the other two guys were, not as offensive as he was, so to speak. So they were they were much more disciplined in coming back, and that way he didn't have to worry about it. And uh, and, and and I thought that they played really, really the, the, as far as the full nine ninety minutes. I thought they played really well in that one. You know, and the and the other guy, frankly, who who, who but he just he's just not big enough is Orbelin. But well, I don't know if Orbelin. Uh, what, what's what's happening with Orbelin? Why why didn't he even get called up? I mean, he's had a. He had... Well, I mean, for one, I don't know, like, Osorio's call-ups are, like, it doesn't matter if you're good, if you're playing well or not, because uh, Alanis hasn't been playing well, and he called him up. Um, Orbelin had, has had a drop-off, a massive drop-off. And I, I don't know if it was because, again, he's playing, he was being played out of position, even in Chivas. They were, they, were, they were having him play more of, like, an attacking role, and that's not really his strength. His strength is playing, you know, from the back. And so he was having, a, he was having, a, yeah, he, I mean, he's had a bad season. But even still, I, I probably still would have called him up. Um, I mean, Pizarro's another one who I would have called up just to let him, you know, see what they can do. Um, but like tonight, he played a 4 4 2. And he had Carlos Vela as a left midfielder. And like halfway through the first quarter, you see like Vela walking back from like the back. Yeah, Vela was definitely end. taking his time. Like, how? Why are you playing a guy who's a, a you know a winger and a striker, having him play left midfield where he has to keep tracking back and forth? And a guy who, uh, who I get has, what he was trying to do doesn't have the discipline to do it. Yeah, it's it's stuff like that 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 makes him you know questionable. Um. Three center backs, only one, only one true fullback tonight. Um, I thought Jonathan and Herrera were playing decent. Um, Cepillo and, and Cepillo has always has always played well with the national team. If anybody has has played with yeah, great, I think, I it's, think it's Cepillo. Uh, he has earned his spot. I think he's yeah. He needs to 
go to the world. There's no Cup. question. And, and and you know, and Jimenez plays well for Mexico too when he gets a chance. I, I think he's far and away the most complete uh, forward to Mexico. Striker that we have, yeah, I think he's better than Chicharito. I think he's. Well, I wouldn't go that far because I think Chicharito uh, scores more goals, and that's what your striker. But I think it's but he's 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 a much more complete striker than than Chicharito. Chicharito um, and and guy and, and you know, and has God, amazing off the ball movement. Yeah, it just God bless him. And he's not doing it at West Ham either. Can somebody just leave, let Chicharito crash the six-yard box, for God's sakes, and let him do what he does best? And, and, and that's I mean, what, what, he, what he did the other day, just yeah, exactly, right in front of the box, headed that ball in. I mean, that's that's who he is. That's what he does. I mean, yeah, just 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 please, just just let him. You know why? You know, there, there's nothing wrong with being a goal scorer. So let him be a goal scorer. I've never understood no, why people just complain. Oh, he's just, he's just, he's just oh no! I think. Oh my god! I don't think anybody has. I don't think anybody in Mexico has the off the ball movement that Chicharito has. There's a few people in the world that have the off the ball movement. Yeah. That and and like I said, I don't think he's a bad. I don't think he's a bad striker. I mean, I think he's great. I just think like when in, in a team, I think Jimenez is who I'd I, I'd like to see play. Uh, and he plays. I feel like he, I mean they both play with a lot of heart, which I like. I, I mean, you know, heart is only going to get you so far. But uh, I feel like this Mexico team kind of needs it because you have a lot of guys that just don't play with it. Um, I.e. Vela, the Dos Santos brothers. Um, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like I said, I, I honestly think that this team could not. This team might not make it out the group stage in the World Cup. You, I mean, you I, know I, what, Rigo? I, I'm gonna yeah. wait. I'm gonna wait until the, we see the groups. I mean, but we've had harder groups, and we've made it out. I mean, uh, he, he, I just he think, did. I just, I just think it's the it, team. The team isn't playing that well. But he's, he's, he made like like looking at Osorio's record. He did make it out of the Centenario group. He did make it out of the um, Confederations group. So, I mean, that's that's why I'm not that negative towards the, the team. The Centenario group, I think the only good game they played was against Uruguay. Jamaica almost beat them. Cheekies, um, check your DM. Um, Venezuela? And they struggled versus yeah, Venezuela. It was, uh, was, was that the game? Was that was that the game where um, Tecatito scored that yeah. golazo? Yeah. yeah, they struggled versus Venezuela, and then they came the next round, and there was like a like everything that was that you saw that wasn't working in the group stage, like it imploded completely when they played Chile. Um, in 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 the Confed in the Confed. I think they played like one one really good half against uh, Portugal. The Russia goal, uh, with the one that uh, Chucky scored, was like just pure individualism. Um, like I said, I just think when when once this team like this team has a lot of deficiencies, and they once they play like talented teams you kind of, that they get exposed. Where in the past, in other World Cups, those deficiencies weren't as blatant, I think. No, I completely feel the same way. And, and I think just because the team has been so dominant 
<laughs> in the hexagonal, and in in my point of view, it's a weak hexagonal. Then we kind of sweep sweep aside some of these other games. Yeah, I mean, I think I think um, like I said, like I said earlier that the hex was was pretty. It was pretty much a cakewalk for Mexico. I'm not saying that they didn't do their part, but I think had those teams been a little bit stronger, it could have gone a little bit different. I mean, the game they were uh, John was mentioning earlier versus versus El Salvador, El Salvador just kind of got gassed. Um, but El Salvador played very well in that game as well. They 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 were attacking and 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 you know giving Mexico a match for a good 25 30 minutes, and then they kind of just ran out of gas. And, yeah. and then and then Mexico just took over. Um, yeah, and, and that know. team, that team, their players, you know, their league is pretty much semi-pro. Yeah. You know, we had we had a Salvador fan here. I remember one I was of on our this. early podcasts, and uh, he was talking about how the Fed didn't even want to give them like. They wouldn't even provide stuff for them to drink at, at the training or at halftime. So, like these guys wanted a Gatorade. That's crazy. They, they weren't even they weren't even buying that powder stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think something that's gonna happen it the eventual comparison. So, I expect the hexagonal or, or a lot of the Concacaf teams to be stronger next cycle. And and I think um, yeah, Mexico I think so is, is going to struggle a bit, and you know I think the media is going to be pretty unfair because they're going to start comparing it to to this proceso, you know. I mean, yeah, I think as far as a World Cup qualifying, it's going to be hard for Mexico to top top the World Cup, the state, the the qualifying and. You kind of have to look at it in like in a in a vacuum of this is one World Cup qualifying. You know the teams were weaker, just like the last one. The teams were a bit stronger. Mexico couldn't get their shit together, and then you know in four years these like the U.S. will be a stronger team, um, and it, it's not going to be as uh, as easy. I mean, hopefully Mexico will also have you know a better generation um, that's coming up because we, we there is a lot of talent that's coming up. Hey, Chickies. Uh, I do, well, I do. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Chickies. Will you send me the link uh, to the Hangout when you invite somebody in there, like a like a link that you can copy? Did you, Is still on? Did you invite Kip? Uh, let me... yeah, like when, you, when you hit invite, and there like a link on top? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, copy that and paste it and send it to me to Twitter. We're trying to get Martin Del Palacio on. He's like, I can do 10 minutes. It's, it's almost 6 a.m. In, uh, in, oh, in, shit. Yeah, so we're trying to get him on. I think he's like in Russia or something like that in, in Ukraine. So hopefully we'll get him on here in a second. So okay. like, did, did Ukraine make it? No, they are they are out. I just sent it to you. Thank you. I don't know. I guess when I, when it comes to the world to the to the qualifiers, I kind of just give them an A, you know, and then just move on. I mean, has the team shown during moments of, of matches where they look weak? Yeah, sure. But I think it, to try to be objective, there have been positive. There hasn't been all negative. And, and it's not like in any game the other team isn't going to get a chance. They're going to get chances. It's, it's rare where you see a complete domination. 
of a side, which is which is kind of like what you're saying. You know, there's going to be moments where they get exposed. Yeah, they're going to have to. Outsc- this is going to be like France '98. They have to outscore guys. If, if they're going to win, they have to outscore people. And, and the way the things have lined up right now with with the rankings and the way the teams getting eliminated, it's it's looking kind of positive. I, I better than than. Better than than I thought. I guess they, they they they're in a much better position than I thought they'd be. Um, I don't. I'm not expecting miracles, but but I don't see why this team isn't capable of, of getting out of the group, especially if they're considered if they're going to be in, in the second group. But that means they're going to, like you said earlier, John, they're going to be in theory playing two inferior teams. I feel I okay mean, with our chances. I mean, case in point, point, you know, Mexico could be in a group with you know. Let's just you know, they could be. Mexico, Brazil, Croatia, uh, Tunisia, right? Let's say. You would think that Mexico would have the ability to get out of that group. Now, the, 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 the problem Mexico is going to run into is that are they going to play in a group? Is their Cruce going to be where the pot one, pot two teams are Poland, Colombia, or France, Spain? You know, at, at, at what point? And, you know, and then at that point, it's like, you know, what's going to happen? And I think... Uh, I think that uh, I think we just got joined by uh, by our our, our 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 hello Mexican who is our living in Europe. I know I don't know what country you're in, but I'm assuming that you're. It's very early in the morning, and we really appreciate you hopping on. Martin del Palacio joins us. Martin, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's it's been a fun day, a long, 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 yeah. uh, but but uh, a lot of fun. Are you still in the Ukraine or are you, are you back? I'm uh, still there. I'm still there. No, no, no. I'm, I'll stay here for a while. So, so yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm going from here to the uh, Gira, Mexico Gira. And then, well, I'm, I'm going to London in the meantime, but, uh, right. but yeah, mostly here. And, and, and more importantly, more importantly, your Jets, your Jets are three and two. Who'd have said it? Last time we, we, we talked, you were, you were making fun of me. And, I was. Uh, Oh, oh, 16. And where are we now? Yes, right. You're not only are you three and two, but you are leading the division. When, when, yeah, when I mean, is I, when is the big showdown? When is the big uh, showdown? Oh, next next Sunday. Like the, the, oh, the, the, pats, the pats are going, yeah, the pats are going to thrash us. Like, <laughs> I understand. So, so Martin, you you saw uh, you 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 were uh, watching Ukraine, uh, Croatia, or Croatia uh, won, and they've advanced to the knockouts. You saw all the craziness today. We we. Uh, uh, we, we we came on just in the second half of, of the Concacaf games, and it was absolutely bananas with everything that was happening. Uh, and then Panama gets to make uh, their their World Cup debut by uh, by by getting a, a late winner against Costa Rica, and the U.S. lays an egg. And and uh, so what what happens to the U.S. now for the for the foreseeable future? I think well, it's it's obviously a big big blow. Uh, it's difficult to know what what they're going to do. Like. Uh, to, to be honest, I think. Uh, well, I, I was I was talking to 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 Jimmy Conrad uh, not so long ago about it, and he he said he expected, like a part of him uh, expected to the the states. The, well, not expected, but wanted the the, the U.S. to lose because uh, that would help uh, the this the USSF to to make the relevant changes. Uh, however, he couldn't say exactly which 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 would they be, you know, and. It's the same thing. I think uh, I'm pretty sure they. I mean, they're, they're not integrating the the, the minorities uh, enough in the in the game. Like it's it's unbelievable that they the the Hispanic the Hispanic players they have. Uh, it's mostly the ones that Mexico 
uh, don't need. Uh, they have several European, uh, like, or communities from European origin that that play play soccer, and they they don't have them in in their programs. Uh, their scouting systems are not good enough. But seriously, like, uh, being absolutely honest, this. Uh, is, is, is completely shocking because uh, in terms of in infrastructure and in terms of, of, of working methods, they, they should still be miles ahead of Honduras, Panama and, and Costa Rica. And, and yet this happened. I think it comes down to um, a, generation, a generational change that uh, they couldn't uh, like properly bridge. Like most of their good players were declining or, or, or already gone and their best player is well, they just have one really good young player, which is Pulisic, who's amazing, but he's just one. And uh, and they, they haven't managed to, to, to do it. They, they, they were unlucky and, uh, well, they, they didn't do very well. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I know that you and, and Luis and, and, and some of the, your friends have been, uh, have been adamant that, that Mexico, regardless of what, now that they went over against Trinidad, they're going to be in the Bombados, so we don't have to worry about Mexico sliding out. And uh, just looking at it, uh, they're at 16, but they're in reality, they're in 14 because they move up two spots and can move up a third one if, if Switzerland is eliminated as well. So, exactly, yeah, it's a fact. Like, there's not, nothing, nothing can, can change it, even if, yeah. if Italy uh, win in the in their yeah. repechaje. Yeah, and, and, and Italy has actually jumped Mexico, but it doesn't matter because Mexico... Mm. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. Yeah but, yeah, but by virtue of two teams ahead of them not qualifying for the World Cup, uh, that essentially leaves Mexico in... Uh, in, in, in the Bombo dos. So now, now because of that, and, and, and they changed the, uh, the, 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 the draw format since we last spoke. So now knowing that Mexico is going to be in Bombo dos, do you think that that would then, uh, would you feel more comfortable saying that Mexico should probably make, make it out of the group stage at this point? Or do you think it still matters of, of who, of who gets drawn in the group? No, of course it, it, it does matter. Like, uh, I mean, it's great news in general because if you see, the great, great teams are actually divided between the two bombos. It's not like uh, like in the past that right. we had all all the good teams in the in the pot number one, and and the, the, then it was like divided in confederations. Now you have from like of the sixteen top teams, you you can't say that the best eight are in the in the pot one. They're right. actually properly divided. Like we will have uh, I, you you probably have the the, the latest figures. This this has been yeah, a very long. Yeah, uh, but we probably have uh, either Spain or France in pot two. No, uh, Spain, uh, France jumped Spain, so France is in pot one. Spain is in pot two, only because Russia is not, you know, because it's it's seven plus Russia. So well, well, but that's great news. Like for me, Spain should be considered favorites to win the World Cup uh, in general. So not not having to face them is is is, is amazing news. And then in pot one, you have uh, Poland, who are good but are not great. Probably Peru, which is that that will be like like winning the lottery. Um, I don't know about Switzerland if they remained in pot one, but might, they they might have. Uh, yeah, like both Switzerland are, and Peru dropped. Dropped to pot two. Well, yeah, I, have, I, I mean, if this is the latest, uh, Peru's at ten and Switzerland's at eleven. Okay, uh, let me let me check. Uh, I, I probably have it as well. Or, or tell me, tell me, tell me who are in in, in pot one. Well, what I have right now in pot one, uh, this is on fctables.com, by the way. I okay. have uh, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, France, and then Russia, obviously. Okay, well, it's, 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 it's stronger, than I, than, stronger than I thought. Uh, we managed to, uh, to avoid Spain then, which is right. uh, great news. Uh, we won't play England, which would have been hard as well uh, because of, of their, their, their 
kind of, of, of game. We won't play Italy. It's all right. It, we won't play Uruguay as, uh, pro- probably as well. So yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's not as good as I thought. Uh, I thought that, uh, either Peru or, or Switzerland would be in, in pot one, but it's fine. Like, uh, we're, we're, we'll manage to avoid, uh, at least Spain, Italy and, uh, and England, which which is good news. It's not that England are very good, but yeah. generally generally speaking, they're, they're, we we do like very badly against them. And, and yeah, it does matter. There, like, yeah, and for a while there, it was it was uh, both France and Spain were in, were in pot two. Which would have yeah, been an absolute yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine a group with Portugal or with uh, with Poland. Uh, well, Russia would be amazing as well. Uh, like. Even France, I'm not. I mean, they, they have a lot of talent, but I'm not so sure they'll be at their best at the beginning of the World Cup. So, so it'd be fine. Obviously, if we play Germany and Brazil, that's that, that'll be a hard one. Even even Argentina now that they regained their their, their confidence, they got their mojo and, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, you get you 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 get teams like Denmark. Uh, you get Iceland, which uh, yeah, it's a great fairy tale story, but they're not so good. Uh, you might get Sweden. You might get Ireland. You get Tunisia, you get Iran, uh, uh, Egypt, uh, like teams that are not not on, on the same level as Mexico. So unless you're very unlucky, you're going to get a good group. You're, you're right. not going to get like in the, in the past you could have got like if, if we get the same pot, like uh, the same pot one, you could have got, uh, let's say, France from pot one. And then a European team from pot, from pot, pot two, which could have been Spain, Italy, or England, for example. And then uh, you get and then Ivory an Coast. African team, right. yeah, Ivory or, or Nigeria, who could be could be hard as well. And then maybe another European team. So, yeah, yeah, it, it could have been uh, a hard one. And instead, or Colombia, imagine a group with uh, France, Spain, Ivory Coast, uh, France, Spain, and Colombia, France, Spain, and Ivory Coast. They could have been like super hard. Yeah, what this is going to do, I mean, it's, it's going to eliminate uh, the possibility of, of having multiple groups of death like that because the last World Cup had, what, four, what I would consider groups of death. I mean, it, there were some tough groups yeah, yeah, in, like, the, uh, in the last World Cup. And that would have happened again uh, if they decided to keep doing this content because, you know, the teams from outside Europe and South America have just gotten better. Yeah, and I think it's only fair, to be honest. Like, it's You've you got to get one of the best teams in the world and uh, a good team and then two teams that would try to spring a surprise, like dividing them in, 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 into regional uh, pots for me never made sense. And now they corrected their mistake. Then you, you, you think you'd have thought that the rankings were uh, screwed up in, in some way, but in the end they, they wouldn't. Obviously Spain should have been uh, in pot one, but uh, yeah, I mean the, the teams that are actually there are, are pretty good. Even Poland, you, that you could have thought that, well, they're not so good. They have a good team. They're fast. They have a. They have a. They have a really a good strike in the, Bund- in the Bundesliga. They have Lewandowski, Vlasikowski. Uh, like, do they still have the that, guy you you Smolarek? Does he still play for Poland, or did he did he finally retire? No, he retired. Like, so what a great name! What a great name! Yeah, because his dad two- uh, just if I remember his dad scored a goal against Mexico in the uh, in the seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then then the song wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. Well, just uh, j- just so you know, I'm I'm going off the, the that same uh, website, and, and in pot three, the pot three teams right now uh, that have qualified or or, or, or possibly qualify are Croatia, Denmark, and then Costa Rica's in for sure. Iceland, Northern Ireland, uh, Sweden, and Ireland. So it's gonna it's gonna be out of that. I think if USA, even if they would have qualified, they may have gotten bumped down to pot four. So uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not so sure for, for, from uh, what I... I guess it depends on how many, how many teams had had, uh, yeah. would, would lose ahead of them. But it doesn't matter what, now. What, what's the website? This is fctables.com. This is a website that your buddy uh, Luis Herrera... Ah yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, that's, oh, yeah. I opened it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, and you know, and then the pot four teams are. I mean, you know, I, you know, Mexico's not going to get Panama in their group, no, by any stretch. So, you know, there's still some pretty dangerous teams in that. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody wants to play Iran at all. No, I mean, and I don't want to play Nigeria. That's that's the hard one. I mean, if you if you see Nigeria's squad, they're good, man. I mean, they're they're not very good in in defense, but uh, their strikers are all in the Premier League. They're yeah, really and they're they're stronger. It can they they can do what battle uh, was it uh, Mario? Uh, what's the guy's name? The Italian the, when he scored the goal. Balotelli. Balotelli against uh, who was that? Was it Massa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just man. turned Massa into a into a piece of silly putty when he when he scored that goal. So yeah, I, I, yeah, that that's uh, you're absolutely right. Nigerian, uh, they've always had really talented, very strong. Players, I mean, at at every level, Mexico has fits with Nigeria. So, so yeah, that would yeah, definitely yeah, be a team yeah. to avoid. Yeah, and we, I think Nigeria we, we is. In we top always four. struggle. We always struggle with uh, like uh, fast, strong, uh, athletic teams, and Nigeria is like uh, Trinidad on steroids. You know, like it, it, it's never easy. Let me. I, I, I'm opening the like. Look, they have in attack. They have Alexi Wobi from Arsenal, uh, Ihenacho, who was in Manchester City but now is in, in Leicester, Victor Moses from Chelsea, Musa Leicester. And uh, they have Obi Mikkel Steele, who's uh, who's uh, playing in China, but he's uh, only thirty. Right. Um, who else do they have? They have a, a player from uh, Wolfsburg as well. Um, and yeah, in defense, they're not so good, but still, like older players are are, are in Europe now, so it's it's a tough team. And Ivory Coast is going to be tough too. Uh, they might get out and, and Morocco qualify in Morocco will be will be tough. Yeah, and like Egypt is going to be tough. Iran's going to be tough. Tunisia, I mean, there are there are. I mean, outside of you know maybe Japan or Korea, and even Japan to Mexico is going to is going to be a challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 praying for Saudi Arabia to be honest, <laughs> and that's the one I want. Or Australia. <laughs> oh, that, that's the next question. Who so Australia Honduras? Who, uh, who well, goes? I, I I watched both matches today, and they're both really bad. Like I don't know, it's it, it's it's going to be a hard one because Australia, like Syria, played uh, with their hearts, but seriously, like Australia was so bad. Like they 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 won in the most British uh, way possible with two uh, headers uh, by Tim Cahill, who's like who's in his mid fifty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they weren't very good. And well, on Honduras, like today, like they did the, the last thirty minutes were an embarrassment. Mexico didn't do anything like else because they were like not really interested in, in, in like getting into that like the, the 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 condition of the pitch was terrible um, the Hondurans were like uh, dropping like flies that last two goals shouldn't have counted because they were this uh, like the, the first one was uh, was foul and the second one was offside yeah like Honduras are not good at all I, I, was, I was actually happy uh, with the Panama goal, not just because the U.S. Uh, were out, because uh, the rivalry goes, that's that's good news for us, but uh, also because Honduras weren't going to go directly to Roboco because that, that would have been right. a, a scandal. They're they're so bad, and um, and well, Australia are not much better, so it, it's going to be a, a, an even one. So it's gonna it's gonna be decided by who sucks less. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that Australia Syria match, uh, regardless of the. Uh, 
like passion and, and the, the whole uh, emotional thing, it wasn't a very good game. Of I, I woke up just in time uh, to watch Syria hit the post. In, uh, oh yeah, yeah. In extra, and, and if they score that, they they, they were through that because because even though it was extra time, the aggregate rule, uh, the aggregate goals, I think, still counted. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think it would have gone to penalties. I thought that that's what. Yeah, they did. Like, they yeah, did. They did. So yeah, it was. Uh, they just. Uh, they just. Martin, I know. Uh, but, yeah, but before I let you go, does anybody have any other questions for Martin? Yes, I, I have a question for Martin. Um, I heard you uh, earlier doing. Martin uh, is asking your question. I, I heard you doing. Uh, Commentary on play-by-play. Yeah, yeah. Is that something you're looking to get into? Nah, no, no, it was a joke. I, I mean, I, oh. I, I would like to, like, I, I would, I'd like to do, to do like more, more like an analysis kind of thing. And no, this was just like I we're here in in, in Ukraine without much to do, and we thought it'd be fun. Like uh, in the, in the stadium yesterday, uh, like we we were just watching the game because we, we we needed to do interviews after after match. So uh, during the match, we decided to do this periscope, and we didn't <laughs> really know the Ukrainian players, so we started to just throw nonsense, and it was very funny. So we decided to do it again, but no, no, no. Yeah, no. it sounded like, good though. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank did, you. Uh, I mean, did, if, did, if someone wanted, did wants to make an appearance? Me for that. Did, did no, Nicolin make make an appearance? No, I should have. Like, I didn't think of it. Damn it. <laughs> for the next one, for sure. Like uh, a, a, candid, a candidate for Mexican, uh, for Mexican coach to replace Osorio. Oh, last, last question. This yeah. regards to players union in Mexico. What did you say that there was like a, a kid's voice behind you? And so I, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> Go ahead. It was That's a question about the, the, the players union in Mexico. The players I... The players' Mexico. union, the players' union that was announced. I players' union in Mexico. I think it's good news. I, I, I'm, I'm still uh, a bit disappointed because it's not a real union; it's an association. So it has to be, um, like, let's say it's not controlled by the federation, but it, it has to be registered uh, on the federation. So that will again curtail uh, their, uh, uh, it, well, its reach. It's a good move, especially because. Uh, like the big players are now behind it. It's not just like random uh, Ascenso players, but it's actually Chicharito and Ochoa and, uh, well, uh, Rafa was the, the whole instigator. Yeah, and Chaco Jimenez. I thought you were going to say El Chapo referring to, to Rafa. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Chaco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's big players who are, who are there. So that's, uh, that's actually good news. Let's see what happens because, I mean, I've seen, I, I always, I, I've treated, uh, big players as well and I know that they get enthusiastic with, with stuff and then they forget. Let they're, me ask you this. Like stars, so. Would it have had an impact if they announced this players association and you see guys like Macwe Robles and, and Hobbit Bermudez and, and, and that was, <laughs> would, would it have had the same kind of impact? No, or because sure of the not. fact that it's these guys that, that, that it has a, a little bit more clout. For sure, for sure. And, and before it was even worse because it was retired players. Like I remember Chema Huerta who was the, like the leader of the of the like players union for like 15 years and nobody cared or or yeah gave, gave a damn so so no no it's it's good it's good stuff but uh, now they have to get themselves to work and that's what i want to see anybody else have any question before we uh let martin get some sleep hey martin thank you so much for hopping on i know it's i know it's uh, very early in the morning but i know you were up because uh I know you were watching, and you probably got probably got some deadlines and stuff. So we really do appreciate you coming on. Good luck this weekend with your Jets. 
Yeah, Hopefully, well, yeah. Uh, if if we don't get trashed, then it, yeah. it will be a good weekend. Like it's it's already a great week after today, yeah. so I don't I, I don't care too much. And, and and one last question: At what point do we need to worry about the uh, the Foco Rojos with Pumas? Because it's getting it's oof. now. It's bad, bad. I'm already I'm already really yeah. worried. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, we are Nico and Ten, and Nico's always injured. So yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Like like let's cross our fingers that somehow one of the of the young youngsters from the academy uh, end up being good because otherwise yeah it's, it's uh, going it's, to it's be good. ugly very ugly martin thank you all thank you so much for hopping on and uh we'll uh, we'll talk to you uh, down the road uh, as always uh, bring a lot of insight and we do appreciate it so thanks very much for sure for sure thank you Peace out. That was uh, Martin del Palacio joining us from the Ukraine. Uh, he was, uh, <laughs> I knew he was up because he was tweeting, so I just wanted to get his uh, his his take on stuff because it. Uh, he seems to be one of the more uh, uh, connected folks, and yeah. uh, he for, definitely and for, has a, a a global perspective as well. Yeah, for for those that don't know who Martin is, he he a Mexican journalist that works for FIFA. He works for FIFA.com for Medio Tiempo and. Uh, He's also in, in charge of the uh, Spanish feed for West Ham, West Ham United's Twitter account. Uh, that is uh, another Martin project, and he's also a freelance writer for a whole bunch of other uh, uh, publications. So uh, yeah. a, a good guy to have on, a good, a good friend of the show for sure, for sure. And we do appreciate that. What a crazy day! What an absolutely crazy day! I am just, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm flummoxed. I'm flummoxed. I, I, I can't believe what happened happened. I'm not going to lie. I cannot believe what happened happened. I got another uh, hot tweet for you, which I'd like to get behind the numbers and, and analyze it or, you know, find out, investigate what the numbers are. But uh, this one guy says, U.S. men got $9 million for losing the round of 16 in the 2014 no, World that Cup. That sounds right. U.S. women got $2 million for winning the 2015. You know, let's, let's just stop with, 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 with comparing the purses. Uh and I know that in the U.S. it's and, and I think it should be more equitable for sure, but but the U.S. purse money is based on what FIFA gets because FIFA has an allocation, and the the World Cup is watched. You know the the cumulative audience of the World Cup is in is in the tens of billions over over the entire tournament. So you're saying I don't think we, I don't think we can say the same about the Women's World Cup. Okay, so you're saying it's fair. Well, that's, I mean, I think in this country, I think I think that if U.S. soccer wanted to to bump that up a little bit, I think they should be because of the fact that 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 women's soccer is 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 popular, and the reason it is popular is because those uh, you know those girls are a good team, and they are they play really well, and you know if if if, if, if they draw the kind if they match the men in ratings, then yeah, I think that they should in this in this country that they should absolutely get a bump. But but the, as far as the purse size is concerned, you know you know based on on, on what it, again, you you cannot compare them. Now if you if U.S. soccer wants to kick in a little something extra, they probably should absolutely. But 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 based on the allocations that FIFA gives them, it's just there's just there's just no comparison. Okay, yeah, that's what I, that's what I figured, and I just didn't know the numbers yeah. behind it all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, th- think of how many people watch the World Cup final, which is gonna you know just in China alone, it's probably you know a half a million people. You know, and across the world, I mean, I think that you get a worldwide audience. They say it's a billion, but I guarantee you, it's in the two or three, for sure. And then, and then, and then, you know, there's what sixty-four games. I mean, even even the Tunisia versus Saudi Arabia game is going to have an audience of at least a hundred, two hundred million people. 
worldwide. I mean, what, what other what other sporting event can you say that about? Nothing. Exactly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of folks are are, are definitely. I, I wish uh, I wish that uh, Ray from Milwaukee would call in, but uh, I guess we're not gonna we're not we're gonna be unlucky tonight. Ray from Milwaukee must be having a <laughs> having or having a rough time. Nate was tweeting in all caps. Uh, Bruce Arena says there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. Craziness. <laughs> so he's gone. He's gone. Kevin Bacon, <laughs> in Animal House. He's right. that dog in the burning in the burning room. Everything right. is fine. Oh yeah. So, sounds like Temple during last World Cup qualifying. Oh, dang. Or or he surpasses anything Chepel did. No, but it I mean, surpasses... as far as far as when you don't, you know, you don't hold yourself accountable for what is happening. There was definitely a lot of that in the in the, in, 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 and I think, that, I, think that, I think that was what what made his downfall so severe was that he just wasn't like you say he wasn't owning up to it. Yeah, same thing with Ojitos Mesa. Like he would just go out there and be like, you know, we played well, and be like, no, you didn't. <laughs> And I remember uh, that game. It was in Honduras when they had a. Was it Suazo? Was that the La Pantera? Suazo? David Suazo? And he had a yeah. brother. Did, did he have a brother too? Like the other, the no. other Suazo? Like the lesser Suazo? I can't remember what his name I, was. I just remember David. And they just ran over. I mean, it wasn't even funny. I mean, they destroyed Mexico. I mean, they just crushed. It was it was three nothing. Mexico scored a late uh, goal on a free kick, but I mean it wasn't even close. I mean it was it was like, eef. and uh, that that was that was Mesa's last game. It was bad, and I thought and I thought Honduras. I was like, man, did, you know these guys, you know these guys these guys have some real potential. And then they ended up falling apart. Yeah, he was crying in the presser. And that was when Kirarte beat uh, Vasco in the final, and everyone thought that Kirarte was going to get the gig, but what they went with Vasco instead. Because uh, it was uh, it was Pachuca versus Santos, and Santos won the championship, and Kidarte was a Santos coach, and they went, and they were both you know both on the same World Cup team. They're both on the '86 team. So, I'm wow. dropping out, guys. I got to wake up early tomorrow. Hey, uh, Rigo, thank you so much for joining us, and 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 thank thank your dad for joining us too. I'll, I'll let him know to tune in. Yeah, he, we should, he, 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 he has great potential to be one of our random guys. I think. <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll definitely have him join on. It'll be good. All right, guys, have a good night. Later, man. Thanks a lot, Rigo. Right, Rigoberto Ayala leaves the show. A lot of insight from Rigo up there in uh, in the New York area. You, you know, and again, this here is here is what's. Uh, I'm going to put it on ESPN. Let's see. ESPN has preseason basketball. And we're going over to Sports Center. They have they're showing basketball highlights, and then locally they have Stars Live post game. Let's go to ESPN News. And ESPN News uh, has a, a rerun of Around the Horn. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. This is not a soccer country. This is expected. Although, because commercials, it's, it's commercials, dude. No man, you know, you know it's commercials is what rules. No, yeah, but I mean, you you want to sell your product, so you, they don't. They're not going to make that much money off off a soccer well, game. Well, what I, I think that my, my point is is that uh, 
<clears throat> you know, obviously the the hardcore soccer fans, this is a very bitter pill for them to swallow. There's no, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, the 82 and 90 stuff, but I was younger, but I can't, yeah, yeah, I mean, and we all came very close to feeling like that four years ago. I think we all felt it. At least I certainly did. I oh, mean, uh, yeah, it, yeah, we did feel like that for, for, for it, what, like, like five minutes. It was just, it was like, man. This, yeah, the, the, the horror was fleeting, but it was, it was real. And, uh, yeah, I think that's why I'm laughing because I, I I I very much remember how awful it felt. That re- that that reality sinking in of man, I can't believe this is actually happening. It's pretty surreal. And and to be honest, I think it's actually pretty surreal even now. I mean, I'm I'm kind of laughing about it, uh, but it's absolutely surreal. I never thought I'd I'd I'd, I'd see I'd see the U.S. not qualifying. I always just figured that they have enough talent to to get by and we're always going to be at least organized enough to not get scored on like they did today. But that, that, that organized defense and has, that's no longer there. I think we assume it's, it's there because they'd be sitting back or something, but that's not the reality now. You know, to me, the U S has been, uh, you know, for years, if they've characterized, characterized themselves as being just a really, a tough, resourceful team, you know, like as 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 uh, Beto always said, that grit. And I get, you know, they've 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 they know they they know how to eke out results, and they've done that for years. You know, for twenty years, they've they've gotten, but they've also gotten really lucky uh, for a lot for a lot of that. And tonight, uh, luck was not on their side. Uh, they had the autogol that was just you know just a, one of those slow motion autogols that was just awful. And then the Honduras goal that was that you know if Honduras doesn't score that goal, I don't think that they have. The, the, the they have the fire in the belly to, uh, to 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 go get the third one for sure. And, and the Phantom Panama goal. And the Phantom Panama goal. <laughs> <laughs> the Phantom Man is man. Yeah. So <laughs> it just uh, you know it, you know it was it was not uh, you know it just it just wasn't in the cards for the U.S. You know fate uh, fate fate said otherwise. Their number came up tonight. And, uh, yeah, in three games you had all these like weird right. stuff happen in three games uh, where these things went bad. So like Martin was saying, that one goal Honduras scored that shouldn't have been. Well, two goals because uh, one was a terrible foul and one was off, and the other one was offside. So, yeah, yeah so. so so two goals that shouldn't have been called, and then Panama gets that one phantom goal. Uh, I, I, think that that goal was, I think that was a goal. I think. The Pupo Picante guys just reviewed it and they, they straight called in a phantom. I, I need to see it. I haven't seen it. Uh, well, the ref said then, it was a goal, so it's a goal. <laughs> it's a goal. <laughs> and the Alto Golazo from... Uh, right. You know, that it was a Mexican dude. Uh, what's his name? It was Omar Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and then the U.S. Oh. Hits, US hits the post and, you know, late in the game and... Uh, I mean, I, I I was I honestly believe that, that that last free kick that that Guardado had there at the end, I, I thought for sure it was going in. I thought for sure it was going in. And, yeah. And, and and Honduras was damned lucky that they only had five minutes of stoppage time because I mean seriously that should have been at least ten with as much as they were uh, dying yeah, on the field with the and the pitch invasions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that that adds another two or three. I mean they got really really lucky. They got away with oh, that. Man. I can't believe that. I'm I'm honestly really rooting against them in the playoff. 
Yeah, you know, and it just, it just I thought this know, was like I thought yeah. this was a pretty disgusting display. I'm like, come on, man! I, I understand that you're going to try to milk it, and it was just so uh, so blatant. I, I I that's why I was hoping that Mexico would score at the end because I mean <laughs> I remember in the it was the women's World Cup uh, and Brazil was doing that to the U.S. But every time they you know they'd go down and act like they were dying, and so that what happens at the end of the game they get like like six minutes of stoppage time. Well, you can't you can't give a team like the U.S. more time. I mean, why on earth are you doing that to yourselves? I mean, that that's the last thing you want to do is, uh, you know, there, there are other ways to delay a game that the ref isn't, isn't going to count, but rolling around in an injury is not one of them. Because, I mean, the, the fourth official will, will, will time that. Well, he will time that, and that's how he makes his decision. But the fourth official was very kind. And did you also notice that in the, uh, in the Panama game, the stoppage time was only three minutes? Which is almost unheard of in the second. Usually in the second half, it's always a minimum of four. And in the U.S. game, it was also five. So yeah, it was. Uh, and and see, and, and Trinidad did the right the way. They were wasting time the right way. If you're going to waste time, you know, waste time on free kicks and waste time on goal kicks, and uh, you know, and, and and go down to the corner. And that's you know, you know, waste time on the field. You know, don't pretend like you're dying. Because it just, it's just, you know, and, and Panama got really, or Honduras got really lucky tonight that it didn't bite him in the butt. I would have laughed, but frankly, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am. You're still laughing. I'm, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? Honestly, I would have preferred you as going into the world cup. Well, just I'll be honest, uh, I think they would have put in a better fight than the other, the other two better yeah, than Panama no and Honduras. Who cares about CONCACAF representation now, man? I don't. What? I do. What do you mean you don't? I don't. I don't care if, if like, if CONCACAF competitors do well and we're like, hey, when we're part of CONCACAF and we're doing good in the World Cup, hey, for us. Oh, well, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's looking because... very... Go ahead, Owen. Well, it's important to me because if, if the, the um, you know, the more interest there is and, and, the better teams perform, it's ultimately the region can improve and get better. Right. So, I mean, it, you know, so for years we were just very unorganized and we didn't have tournaments. And, and now we've just, it's a, a lot of the stuff that we see now, it's very recent that just how consistent it, it, it's maintained. And, uh, you know, just Gold Cup, CONCACAF, Champions Cup, and even our format for qualifying. So all of this has, has slowly improved the region. I mean, we're not, we're, we still have a long way to go, but I mean, why wouldn't you want the region to be stronger? It, it would ultimately make our team better. Well, I mean, I've always maintained that that's why I like the, the Conca Champions, because the Conca Champions was going to make the, the region stronger. Because a country like Panama, if we, let's face it, if it wasn't for the Conca Champions, they wouldn't yeah. be where they are today. And, I mean, and even Gold Cups. To, yeah. To get... But specifically the Conca Champions, Joel, because you know, teams like Arabe Unido, when, when, they, you know, when they knock Pachuca out and stuff, they're, they're realizing, hey, you know what? Yeah. We can't play with these guys. Yeah, those small victories start adding up. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily want the region to not do well. I, I'm just indifferent. And I don't think they are going to do well. But she would be indifferent if the U.S. was in anyway, Chiquis. What? Yeah, I mean, if they were, if they were in, so that's... What, so what difference does it make to you? 
It doesn't. It doesn't make any difference. I'm just saying that I don't pride myself in saying and seeing the U.S. put up a good fight or, or Honduras put up well, a good fight. Or I'll be honest. I thought it was really cool in the last World Cup that three CONCACAF teams made it to the round of 16. Yeah. And, and I think see it, the results Costa Rica was getting. For me personally, yeah, I, I think can... it's like a credibility thing where – I think, right. uh, generally speaking, the the view, the the opinion of the region is pretty piss poor. Yeah, and it is. When, and when you you make, I, I actually heard this absurd argument today, saying that like you know, no none of these Concacaf teams would ever qualify out of Europe. I'm like, that's I think it's true. absurd. I, I'm like, how some of these, how some of these teams. Not, obviously, some teams are are kind of grouped into somewhat difficult groups. But I mean, well, what it's, about it's, what about the Venezuela coach just yesterday saying, if we weren't Concacaf, we would qualify in first every time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's sort of my attitude. Is maybe I've got an egotistical type of thing where I think Mexico. I would rather see Mexico go to Conmebol, even if they don't make a World Cup every now and then. I'd rather see them go against that team because I think. Well, I'll tell you what, this is the time to go to Conmebol because they're about to have eight teams and eight teams go to the World I Cup. I think Concacaf is just about <laughs> and, and Dan said it earlier about the 10-year plan for the U.S. And look at look at us now. It's going to be a 100-year plan. And then for Honduras, Panama, and all of them, make it 200-year for them if it's 100-year for the U.S. This, this, there's, this, it's, there's no hope for Concacaf pretty much is what I'm saying. Oh, snap, snap. I mean, but you can't be that negative. I mean, no one expected Costa Rica to do what what they did, you know. They had an easy path, sort of, man. What? I mean, not full easy. But I don't they know, had, man. They had chips fall into place. They, they that played might, Greece. That might be, but they still did it, you know. They still had to play yeah. some tough teams. Um, I, I just and I say another thing also. And the group they got out of too. That that that. The group that was legit. World, that whole world, world World Cup run was was phenomenal. Yeah. For them. Yeah. But I, I want to go, you know, like, just that view that the region has, it affects our players. So then when we have a player like like Chucky and and he's a top talent and he still has to prove himself by going to PSV, you know? Right. I agree with you. I think, I think victories like this, uh, good performances, more consistent performances from the region – Will inevitably make the 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 league the the region look stronger, and I think yeah, it does have a I think a somewhat of a trickle down effect on on some on on what teams will be willing to shell out. You know, Ron said something to me or said something last week uh, that I that really piqued my interest. Uh, talking about the uh, like the like the super duper league uh, in North America, where you have teams in Mexico, right. teams in the U.S., and teams in Canada. I could totally be behind. I think that, I think that that would that would absolutely uh, level the playing field, big time. I think really long term plan. I think it's even for Mexico. It's probably be the, the the if they want to keep their league to be amongst the most competitive in the world. I think joining forces in a long in the very long term probably is the way to go. But I don't think Mexico is in any rush to to share too much. But money talks. I think if they throw enough money at the, at the competition, then all bets are off. Right. I mean, let's face. And that's it, why there's... I think it's not that far fetched to think that Comnable might not be might be involved in somehow. I mean, 
Oh, they've they've already they've already established a, a, a league of champions that's going to be North and South America. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to you know when and if it's going to happen, but somebody has already uh, got the wheels. Because I know there. logistically, it's a nightmare for most teams. Um, any teams that's any team that from 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 the from South America going up north is it's going to be hellish at best. That that being said, though, I think if the money is good enough, all that stuff is like, sorry guys, I mean. You guys are just going to have to deal with it. Deal with the long travel time. Yeah, crazy. And the way I see it, at least it's going to be fair, as, as bad as that sounds. I mean, but it is going to be fair because both teams will have to make those really long treks. So would you all indulge me just a little bit for the, for the U.S. fans that are listening to us? To just... Oof. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should post we should post that link uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Bring solace to 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 the U.S. Uh, U.S. fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize the drums came in a little bit later. <laughs> oh man! It's 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 so oh. rare that you get to play both. You know, it's, it's 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 such a momentous occasion that I think that it it, it deserves both. So, uh, well, I, I'm I'm still I'm still at a loss. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, so, John. Do do you think uh, the U.S. Because I think uh, Martin did bring up a good point earlier, saying like, you know, it's it's funny that this like, all right, now now all the changes that need to be made will it'll, this will force a hand. But what changes are they? Like what actually well, you, are they going to do differently? You know, Rico talked about that, and I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, you know, just the, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, the MLS drafts from college where where they're drafting players that play, you know, have been playing three months a year for, you know, four years at least, you know, and however how much in high school, you know, and 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 most countries. Mexico included. I mean, if you if you're a 13 year old with talent and, and a club picks you up, I mean, you're eating you you are you eat, breathe, and drink soccer for your your you know 24 seven. I mean, yeah, you're going to school, but the, you have probably morning practice, school, lunch, afternoon practice, and then you know you're watching film at night, and, and, and including your and, that, and that's just uh, you know to me it's it, it, it's all about culture. You know, the, the 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 culture has to change. I mean, if for for this country to really consider themselves a a quote unquote soccer nation that they have that there's soccer is treated as, as, you know, as, as an Olympic sport here. It's, it's not, it's, it, 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 it might be, you know, played a lot by the youth, but there's no, there's no re- a real investment in it. I mean, there are some MLS clubs that, that do have their academies and, and, and have started to, to graduate players and that's great. But, uh, you know, there's just there, 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 there's others that are just light years away, and it and and, and that's what it's going to have to take. What do you think of this tweet, though, John? That uh, um, Nate said he said the pay-to-play club system is a classist, racist enterprise, preventing millions from having access to quality organized soccer. Well, I mean, I don't know if if I, if I would go. I mean, that's I wish I wish Profe was on because I mean, Profe's talked about that himself. I mean, you know, the pay-to-play benefits the ones that you're paying, it doesn't benefit necessarily your, you know, your kid, if, if, if you're paying all that money. So, uh, I mean, in that sense, I, I guess I would kind of agree, but 
I mean, I, I've heard of teams, uh, you know, you know, teams out of Houston and out of Chicago where it's not necessarily pay to play, but you know, they are club teams, but but they're made up more of the of the economically disadvantaged kids, and they just rip through those, you know, they just destroy those other teams. So they they, they have to find a happy balance. I mean, a soccer is soccer is a working man's sport. You know, again, I was talking to Rigo. What other sport in this in this country can you just go onto, you know, on any surface, whether it's concrete, grass, uh, whatever, dirt, whatever, put down two shirts and take a ball and say, okay, that's, you know, draw it, and, you know, you know, that shirt's out of bounds. Here's our goal. And you can play it anywhere. And you just, you just don't see kids playing it anywhere, other than organized activities. That's too third world to play, man, in the U.S. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, but that's, I mean, Uruguay has a population of th- what, four or five million people? Because they do just that, like what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I've been saying for for a while. That I mean, you, you posted play. movies of kids and, and during Christmas time in Querétaro playing. Yeah, on cement in a park, bouncing it off of like old ladies sitting trying to have a drink or something. I mean, on, there there are places. I mean, I, when I go do Dynamo games in Houston, and when I'm leaving the stadium, there's a little there's a little field uh, right past that. It's like a, it's such a kind of cool. It's like a little bar, and it has uh, you know, so they play pickup games and stuff. But I mean, that is, you know, that is just not the norm. Uh, you know, there, there are a few places that have that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to compare anything to Brazil because Brazil is, I mean, I mean, the, the, they still are, in my opinion, the the standard bearers when it comes to soccer, regardless of what happened in the last World Cup. And they, again, they eat, breathe, breathe, and, and drink. They live it. They they're, they're playing on on. They have fields that have teams playing on them 24 hours a day. Const, they're constantly playing soccer in Brazil, and I think I think that that's happening to an extent here in the Hispanic communities where parents love soccer and they teach that to their kids, and they're doing the same thing to sort sort of a certain extent. I think when they get in the the I see the upper classes, middle class, or whatever, they tend to just rely on the I need the grass field to play. But uh, that's that's what I think Nate is is referring to is is sort of getting lost the player that the kid that plays with the ball at his feet since he was small and not just on the green field on the green. Well, see, that's the other thing. And we, and we talk about this all the time about, about the kids, you know, the kids that they choose to, the, you know, if, if, if you had Andres Iniesta and some dude who's six, two, right. And, and, and the U S soccer coach is going to go with a guy with six, two. Yeah. You know, you had guys at the uh, color a few weeks back talking about how, they emphasize more on the physical aspect. That's still happening today. Right? And, you know, and, and it is a physical game, and there's no but, but, but the tech, the, the technical part of the game is so much more important than the physical part. No, I mean, I'm gonna tie it up to the whole culture, at least the sports culture in the U.S. So yeah, it's it's always they've always placed like big importance on, you know, how tall you're gonna grow, how fast you can run. Or you could sprint, you know. Where where I think they will overlook some of the other kids that are that are more like uh, they're not going to reach more technically sound. Maybe not like thoroughbreds, but technically yeah. sound, and maybe even tactically sound, which I think well, is another area that's overlooked. Well, this this is the thing where I see like with the other sports, uh, it benefits them because like you kind of know. Like basketball, so you kind of know who some of the kids. You, you kind of get an idea how tall they're gonna be, and then you just know how fast. 
So then you just hope that some of those guys are going to be talented. And I, th- I think that works for some of their other sports. It, it's kind of funny, though. It just doesn't work out because if you... But to be honest with you, Joel, there's a lot of athletes that... A lot of fantastic athletes that make terrible players, even in even in the 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 even in football and basketball. I mean, there's if you don't have skill, you don't have skill. I mean, yeah. troncos are troncos. I mean, you could be a tronco and still kind of run fast. You know, I, mean, I know it's kind of oxymoronic, but I, I, I am know. the tronco of this show. I mean, I just you know, you guys, you guys carry me dead weight. But, you know, yeah, no, or, or if you're a tronco like Kikin, I mean, at, at least have so much heart that that you 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 more than make up for it. I mean, I love but, that guy. Or, or but, nowhere but, to be. I mean, you could hard. argue that, that Rafa Marquez is probably one of the worst athletes. But his, his Soc- skill Socrates and, and, and his brains. A day. Socrates. <laughs> I'm serious. But, no, it's true. But but I'm saying here, here like in, in a lot of schools, in a lot of clubs, uh, especially with like, yeah, for schools, and they'll do the hell week. You know, that's how they'll pick players. So for like two, three days, they're just running you to the ground. You know, they're just making you do all these exercises. And and they weed out players just by the ones that can't keep up, you know? Right. And and I think that's 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 where they miss out on soccer. And we, we see it in soccer with the youth sports, with the teams, especially like the African teams, how, how very dominant they are at the youth level, you know, because cause they're already more – physically stronger and faster. But then once they get to the senior level, when, when the rest of the world catches up, then they're not as good. Well, the U.S. doesn't have, um, it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, they, they, they do seem, their, their U-17 squad seems to be, uh, seems to have qualified out of the group stage already after their second game. So I guess um, maybe there's some hope for the future. This could be the <laughs> generation for them. Who knows? I mean, they they beat uh, they beat the hosts, and then uh, I believe they beat Ghana. Yeah, and they've done and they've done well at the U twenty. Yeah, uh, so, tournaments as well. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. But well, that's that, that's possibly. again, I'm gonna go what I'm talking about. That could work at the youth level. The whole importance on 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 speed and strength, height. So yeah, they, I I think they've they've done decent for a long time at, at the youth levels. It's just that they, uh, they lose a lot of players. A lot of by the time they're at the senior level, they just don't pan out. They don't end up being as good as they thought they were. Well, but again, it's it's always, and then to me, this this is the biggest difference between the U.S. and Mexico, and you know, to a lesser degree, Costa Rica and and and, and the rest of the world is that you know we have, you know, Mexico have a, a good player, a great player, say, and, and they'll pin all their hopes on that guy, you know, whoever it is. And, uh, you know, then that guy, you know, may, may or may not pan out when he's, you know, when he's 18. He, I mean, Giovanni is a perfect example. I mean, when he was 18, 19, with the way that he qualified for first out, I mean, I don't think there's anybody on this on this podcast that didn't think that, man, this, this, you know, we finally have a player that could really make a difference. And he was out. And then, you know, he, he unfortunately, he peaked very, very young. Well, him and Eddie. And that's okay. Him and Eddie. <laughs> I thought Eddie was our answer, right. too. Yeah, I mean, and that's okay. That happens. You know, the the biggest difference is is, is that Argentina has ten guys that do that, and then you know, three of them end up panning. I'm serious. You know, and, and no, then three I of agree. them end up panning out. You know, and the other, and then the other, the and then the other seven go to Liga MX and dominate. 
<laughs> but you know, you bring up a good point because even to like to a much lesser degree, I think Mexico has options, especially in the attacking third. Um, they're not going to be dependent on Tecatito 100% or Chucky or Vela or Gio or anybody else. You know, at least that is one positive thing that there's a number of players that could step up and, and do something pretty extraordinary. Where where I think that ultimately is is really what will hurt the U.S. is that they have one player and he's an absolute kid. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, and 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 he could have already peaked. You know, everyone thinks he's going to get better. He may not get better, and that's again, I'm not I'm not knocking him at all. Yeah, because, if he remains at this level, he's yeah. still going to be a very good player. Right. I mean, and 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 we've seen it, but I mean, you know, th- th- things could happen. I mean, he could have a. You know, a, a, a nagging injury for a year that that, that limits his his progress, I and mean, he doesn't. You know, it takes him a year or two to. I mean, you know, it, you know, but again, you know, he's he's one guy. You know, Brazil has forty guys like that. I mean, that that and, and that's just three. You know, Germany has. I was watching Germany uh, play. I don't know who the hell. I think it was like Azerbaijan. I didn't. I didn't know one guy on that German team, and they smoked. Him. I, I mean, I had no idea who I was watching. It was it, it was like the German E team, and they were just destroying this team. I mean, they are, they are unbelievably, they are unbelievably deep. You know, Brazil, Spain is starting to become like that, where they're unbelievably deep. You know, Italy for years is, you know, I know that they've had a couple of rough World Cups, but I mean, you know, who who wants to? I mean, who wants to play Italy? I mean, I mean, they could either crash out spectacularly or win the whole thing. Give me Belgium, Poland every time above, above Italy. You don't know what you're especially, talking about, especially in a knockout in a, in a knockout stage. I'd I'd much rather go against Poland or Belgium. I don't care what their rankings are. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean go up against see, them? Sure. Yeah. No. No. I, yeah. As far as like who who I fear more, it's always going to be Italy, oh, especially in a knockout round. I mean, in a World Cup, yeah, where, where you know that the only way you're going to win is you have to score a spectacular goal because they're not going to give anything up. Like, like you have to, you have to manufacture a goal against them. That's They're why I think some of these rankings are, are are pretty misleading. I mean, Wales is supposed to be what a top ten team, and they're out. Well, don't forget, Wales made the semifinals of the Euro, so that's why they're a top ten team. But and and, and on top of that, they did not have uh, Gareth Bale for these last two rounds, and 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 they ended up dropping points, and they cost them. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, Wales. Oof. Wow, but let's be real. I mean, if it wasn't for that Euro, would anybody be thinking that that team deserved to be like? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what no, their I rankings mean, were. I, I just think it goes to show never... you just how how important it is to have a super how, how how important it is to have a really really really. I mean, would Portugal be ranked? You know, would they be the third best team in the world right now if it wasn't for Ronaldo? I mean, they would be like you're saying, like the Croatias and the. And the Polands and the Belgians, you know, yeah, they're good teams, but they're not, you know, they're they're not a team that you know are just scary good. I mean, it, it, they're the worst Italy team is still damn good. I'd rather, you know, I mean, even still, even with Ronaldo, I think I still would rather face Portugal than Italy. I don't know, right. maybe it's because it's it's just they have they have the, the the history, the pedigree that they've done it, even and and they've they've done really extremely well in World Cups, even when they. Have played horribly in the group right. stage, so I mean, they, but that, but that's what teams like Italy, it, Italy has that luxury of of and and, and in the last couple of times, it's actually bitten them in the ass, and they, and they haven't been able to uh, to shake it. But you're right, they they but but they, they their group stage is their preseason. 
the and tournament I think that's totally, for I think, honestly, I think that's the case for all these teams. Uh, yeah. I think even Brazil, you could say, I mean, how many times uh, it seems like Mexico is like, you almost welcome Brazil in your group because you know that you're probably at, at, at worst going to get a tie out of it if it's in the group stage. Right. Uh, and you know that's just that's just not a team that does that that seems to put um that much importance in winning every single game in, in a group stage. It's, it's basically qualify, and it doesn't really matter who 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 will meet it. Then we'll turn it on then, and we'll be fresh, and we'll be ready to rock and roll. That is going to be the only good thing about the forty eight team World Cup is when the knockouts start, because there's gonna it's going to be like the NCAA tournament where there's going to be some major major freaking surprises in in, in in the first round, and 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 it's a one and done. So that, so so when it gets to the thirty-two team knockout, that's when it's going to get really fun. But uh, no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Italy uses the you know, all you know, Germany when they played the U.S. in the last one, they scored there. They they went one nothing, and they said, "Okay, we got our goal. You know, it's raining. We're just going to make sure they don't score." <laughs> and and that's what they did. You know, uh, uh, you know, remember when Italy played uh, Mexico in in, in Japan, where Borghetti scored that great goal. Yeah, and, the one-one, uh, right? And then, and then, and then they saw that uh, that uh, Ecuador was beating Croatia. So, so, so once they got the tie, they knew that okay, we're done. And they, they both teams just kind of okay, you know, the, you know, this is good for both of us. And then Italy got uh, they lost to Korea, and then you know, ultimately in the round of sixteen. But I mean, but their tournament start that that's where their tournament starts is in the round of sixteen. I mean, even in the in the ninety four uh, when they played again Mexico and ended to that one-one draw, and then ended up. Uh, uh, well, I can't remember. I think did Italy go as the one of the best thirds? Did they make the final? So as long as long as they make their, it, it, it's like Cruzas, it's like America and Chivas and Tigres and whoever, and you know the regular season, just make the liguilla and then your tournament can start. You know, John, who cares if you're in six or seven? Yes, sir. Have you mentioned the teams that are in Bombo Uno for Europe? No, or, for the World no, Cup. For the World Cup, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go through them again. It's going to be. Uh, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland, France, Russia. That's Bombo One. So we're hoping we're in Russia's group, huh? Honestly, I mean, I, I think that any you know, <laughs> any one of those would would would, would be. I mean, obviously, yeah, it'd be nice to be in Russia's group, but I think any one of those would be would would be fine. I mean, I think um, the only team that I would really want to avoid would probably be Germany. But at the same time, someone I think posted this earlier on Twitter that if you face them in in the group, then you can't face them in the round of 16. <laughs> That's right. I'm picturing so, that that meme with the guy pointing to yes. his head. <laughs> yes. I think we might have seen the same tweet. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I was picturing it when you said it. <laughs> yeah. But see, and I think that is, that's, that's actually a pretty good point, you know. Uh, if you look at it, I, I mean, but if that's the case, then I guess I'd, I'd rather have a... Well, is Argentina? In, did you mention Argentina yeah. in that group? Okay. Yeah. So Poland and Russia seem for us would be good, good group to be in. But even still, even if if the worst case scenario, you you I think you have to like Mexico's chances uh, against the other teams that that they potentially going to be going up against. I mean. You could argue that they, that they did what they had to do to to have their their ranking good enough. You, you know, I, I don't want to be in Germany's group just because if we played them, I could just see losing again. I will see now that I mean in the in the last World Cups, Mexico has been eliminated uh, uh, by by Bulgaria, but they're not in. But it's been Germany, Argentina, 
the United States and Holland. So United States, Holland, and Argentina. Well, Argentina didn't make it. Damn it. I was about to make a... Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, never but mind. the Cero guys are out, so there's... Yeah. There's that. Okay, so so obviously the best cruce for Mexico would be uh, like Belgium, Poland, the, the Belgium, Poland, Russia group. If, if, if they can get a cruce with, with, with one of those... Uh, then, 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 then the, the quinto partido becomes a real possibility. But if you get a cruce with France, Spain, and you could aspire to win the group, which which could mean the difference too, right? Uh, you know, but if you get a cruce with France, Spain, uh, Germany, Brazil, olvídense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would, they would have to win the group to avoid to avoid those guys. Oh, not oh, not. Uh, well, yeah, Spain too, because when does the draw come out? Uh, December be, or something? Yeah. Yeah, but the, but they'll be using the rankings that they're, they're coming out uh, next week. So, so everybody's going to have at least a decent idea of what the groups could look like. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, I mean, w- what this does is it it eliminates because in the last World Cup it eliminates groups of death. It eliminates having multiple groups of death because in the last one the U.S. it was a U.S. Ghana Portugal Germany that was awful. But then you know the Costa Rica, Italy, England, Uruguay. I mean that was just brutal. And then there, yeah. was, there was another one that was just crazy, crazy tough too. And even Mexico's group wasn't, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, particularly easy. But I mean, but there was a, there was at least another one that uh, that that I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up right now. So yeah, so what? So so there will be uh, probably just one group of death. All right, let's take a look here. Well, boys, we should probably wrap it up since we've been on for. Almost three hours. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Spain, Holland, Chile, Australia. I mean, good God! I mean, that was insane. I mean, that group was so hard; Spain couldn't get out, and they were the two-time defend, the defending champs and two-time defending European champions, and they couldn't get out of that group. But anyway, all right, guys. Well, this has been a, a very, uh, very entertaining show for sure. And uh, uh, thanks to Martin del Palacio for coming on. And, and thanks to Rigoberto coming on. Uh, thank you to you, Joel, for coming on. Oh, yeah. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure. Dan Preciado, en- enjoy, your, uh, enjoy your day at work tomorrow. Absolutely. Pleasure as always. Sorry, U.S. fans. Chiquis, Beto Campa, thanks again for setting everything up and, and, and sending the link to. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to MJP, Wolf and Sheep Clothing, Eduardo Alcala, David P, and some dudes in Reddit. Oh, yeah. good. I, I, you know, I always forget to check the chat. I need I need to be better at that. It's uh, I, I had like like four screens in front of me today, so. Yeah. And we and it, it's up on uh, Facebook also. So once we're done here, I'll end the feed to Facebook Live and two hours forty two minutes of audio there as well. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Well, good and uh, well, of awesome we'll sports radio. Yeah, of, of uh, you know and and, and uh, you know this was uh, you know a drop free show, but I thought you know the content was enough that we had to you know we didn't have to you know goof it up. Although I was trying so hard when when Martin didn't say that he. Uh, that he put Picolin in, and I was trying so hard to do the. the... But we heard her. 
We thought, I, I, although I think he missed, I, I don't think he recognizes the voice or may have not yeah. have seen it. And so I, I had the wrong thing turned up because I, 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 I went a different order this time. I was like, damn it. It was a, little was a, a, a good chance to, to put it in, but, but we did, it didn't work out. But anyway, but we do, uh, we do thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll be on uh, next week. Uh, we'll jump right back into Liga Mekis again. Uh, so uh, we do thank you all for joining us. And uh, once again, congratulations to Panama for making your first World Cup. Congratulations to Iceland for making your first World Cup. And uh, uh, for U.S. fans and uh, our deepest condolences, uh, but uh, you'll you, you'll be around for for 2022, the the Winter World Cup. So, my name is John Jagu. Thank you guys for listening to us, and we will talk to you guys again next week.